this too. And nope. So there we are now. We were handhelds. We segued from SNES. Again. From SNES. It's okay. We, 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 gonna, we, we got good. Everybody knows the SNES is awesome. You don't want to hear us rabbit on yeah, and on yeah. and on and on about how amazing the SNES is because everyone knows. Let's put our hands up. It's the it first was emulator I was down One of the best consoles ever fucking made, yeah, bar none. Yeah, it's yeah. tremendous. Um, but we went from SNES to PC gaming to handhelds. So. And where are we now, eh? Yes. Uh, I, I'm not going by my list. I just have a few titles written down. We actually haven't talked about PC titles that we love. Now, I'm going to be kind of useless here, because that was the time I mentioned earlier where I kind of drifted away from gaming. I had my PC gaming experiences were very, very minimal. I played Warcraft, the original one, mm. and I played... Warcraft 1, 2, and 3, like? Just the first one. Like the actual strategy game? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, RTS, yeah. I remember when you kept clicking on the little lads, they'd always say different things. Yeah. And the See, orcs come down and shit, you yeah. try to flank them and stuff. You, you get a unit and you just sit there clicking on them <laughs> to hear all he said. And then as soon as he started saying what he said in the beginning, granted, I can use him now. Yeah. <laughs> and was the fucking, the death knight was like, uh, when I'm finished, I'm coming back for you. I'm like, oh shit, I'm not going to click him again. Yeah. <laughs> I loved in Warcraft 2 that all the cheats were Star Trek Next Generation quotes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That's amazing. Make it so, you got... Immediate builds. Um, <laughs> today's a good day to die. Um, I think you're invincible. Um, there was lo- uh, there was loads of them. Loads of all these Star Trek Next Generation quotes from Picard, Worf, the whole lot of them. They were all the cheats for Warcraft 2. <laughs> Savage. I'll tell you one PC game actually that I played for weeks, like clocked up hours and hours and hours, was Team Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see the point. I, you didn't kill anyone. What was the point? I heard that from loads of people, but I never got that. Like, I just the whole... don't know what it was because even even as a kid, someone said to me, "Oh, you got to play Team Hospital." I'm like, what is it? Well, you make hospital and you run it, and you've got to be a good boss, and you got to do all the administration. Oh, did I want him older? And I was like, "You're fucking crazy. Get the fuck out of there." <laughs> Game. It's like that roller coaster well, one, isn't it? It worked. Yeah, exactly. That's Team yeah. Park. Yeah. Team Park. This yeah, is back like, to, to video games and real life jobs and how yeah, amazing like, they yeah. are. Well, like, I mean, SimCity is is like the larger version of that. Like you know, yeah. I serious. only liked SimCity when you could call in the aliens or have massive floods or fucking yeah. destroy the Tornado town. I thought a, a version of Godzilla came in and trashed the place. I heard. I never played it, but I heard that it, it was. There was one a game giant where... walker robot thing, much akin to the thing from uh, Incredibles. He kind of came in and fucked up shit for a while. Cool. I never got to play it, but I heard of it. Like I, I was yeah. playing a uh, Amy versus Predator, and you know, uh, well, that's it. Like, that's what the Never Winter Nights gaming, Baldur's Gate, and all that type of stuff came yeah. in. They were, yeah. they were I love Baldur's games. Gate. I found a way of like uh, this is like I I I, I was I found a way of I had a dwarf character, and uh, I found a way of going in and uh, recording my voice. So whenever he went to certain areas, he said something. My favorite thing was like when he went downstairs into a dungeon, you'd go. Dark, damp, and wet, just the way I like it. <laughs> and it was, no, it was great oh because God. I would load it up and friends were over. Just well, that's probably why I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I was probably scared yeah. of yeah. This game is great. No, but Damn, I just be like, Darren, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just <laughs> about to fight a dragon. Oh, Deadly. Well, I have it saved. Would you like that? And because I love fighting a dragon, because you, you guys, you think you're you're you're, you're so you love the dark awesome. and wet, and you love chasing the dragon. That's only when that was only when it was in the dungeon. But oh, obviously, okay. that's where the, the dragons used to hang out. So, so yeah, you chase the dragon in the dungeon. Yes. Okay. Right. Carry on. You never caught the dragon. No, you never catch the dragon. No, you don't. Catch. That's the problem. Found a treasure hoard. Oh shit! No, we're talking about a different dragon. Plus two weapons. No, we had them, but oh. but uh, yeah. Oh. And that's killed the conversation. It that's has a completely. In a dungeon. I don't know really where to go after that. That's kind of spectacular. Well, no, no, it was. It was. That's it was not so just, much a segue as much as a wrong turn into a dead end. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure there's other people that were like, "Oh my god, I can customize my character, so I'll make him make all these epic quotes." But no, for me, that, it was funny quotes yeah. all worms. the way. You could do that in Worms, yeah. and that was just heaven to me because when we used to play Worms, you used to always make your teams. Everyone had their own little team. Yeah. The name they used to always use for your team. Mine were the characters. Scottish. My, no, mine were always the Marines, and it was 
Hicks, Hudson, Drake, and Vasquez. <laughs> right? That was it. They're the boys, always the Marines. And then when you got like the later version of rooms, you get them up to eight. I got the whole squad. It was like, yeah. <laughs> but you could actually get quotes from uh, movies and stuff, and people were releasing packs of like worms quotes. So you get like your your ash sound yeah. file. So you you do throw a grenade, and all you hear is groovy. Fucking, <laughs> then there was red the war funds, like yes, fucking yes, constant red the war quotes and shit. It was tremendous. That, I remember, yeah, customizing shit, and that was amazing. I never did it, and I, I know you could do it in those the old school. D&D this is the games, only ever time I did it. I didn't. I didn't. They were just WAV files. You could just rename yeah, you them. Just, as you just anything. basically dropped them into the folder. They were there and replace what's there, or else rename them and point them. It's out. The only ever only ever game I wanted awesome. to do with other games. It was like, no, it's cool. It's fine. Yeah, it was like like with the PC when like earlier on when you first got your your first PC, whatever it was, like your your Windows, fucking wouldn't have been seven or fucking what would it be Windows four. After the 86 It was 3.5 yeah, I think it was 3.5 When they first put in the sounds You could actually yeah. make it make sounds And you thought It's deadly I'll make it make a fart noise Every time yeah. it opens a window <laughs> oh, Lasted about 20 minutes You're like Alright that's really fucking yeah. annoying <laughs> I'll make it make a good noise Every time it No that's really fucking <laughs> annoying as well And then it became easier In Windows 95 <laughs> Yeah It became easier to annoy yourself And everyone in the room <laughs> But yeah you were saying about uh, PC games as well though Well I just I never really played very many of them Like I mean I, I That was the point when I veered away from gaming and I started learning the guitar and that kind of took up all my time yeah I suppose that would be a bit more uh, time consuming than <laughs> I've, I've always been a big fan the, the reason I love the PC and the, I've always been a big fan of the Aliens and Predators and when, when, when then on PC they both came they've gotten crap later on but they, 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 it was the best game I could play and I remember being a Predator wandering around the next fall you know turn to the scene where the, the face hugger goes on and you're like what's going on yeah. and then you're playing as the Pred alien and stuff like that. I played Just that. Like, oh. like we used to, we used to do a lot of land games. Like before, we had a spot to do it. Like we used to go to net cafes. Yeah, and yeah. we were lucky. There was one in Dundrum, or not in Dundrum. It was out in um, shit, Black Rock, I think it was. Um, a friend of mine, Will, Will McKeever, actually was running yeah. the place, and we used to always go out there for land nights. And myself and my mate John Galvin, who's now working for Weta, sneaky bastard. Group him in Ashburn. Now he's working with Steve Jackson or Peter Jackson, Keybag. But me and him used to always go gaming, and he was like my, my go-to wingman whenever we go to net cafes, and we used to play like Counter Strike. It got to the stage where we were actually so good at it, like me and him would go in and hold off against like six to eight lads, just the two of us. <laughs> we were fucking gods. But we go into all these net cafes, and we play all these games. And it became like a like a staple kind of once a month we go to a net cafe, play a lot of games, and then we stopped going to the one out there, and we started going to one in town. Does not compute. Remember it was that, yeah. just off of uh, Parliament Street. Oh, and myself and Dave Williams and all the lads, we'd organise night, we'd all go down and like there'd be fucking ten of us all playing different games like fucking Half Life. You get eight of us in a command and conquer for a massive fucking scrap and you go you'd start at fucking eight in the evening and finish at fucking eight in the morning. Eight in the morning to go for breakfast. Go get a yeah. fry in the alpha. Yeah. And then you'd crash out and fucking watch movies for the rest of the day and then go drinking. Yeah. It was great, but... You get the random drunk people coming up to the window going, what the fuck are they doing? And you're I was like, just scared oh. away because we'd all be outside roaring at each other and it was, you're on some fucking gee bag presenter of some RTE show, I forget his fucking name, he was this fucking flamboyant motherfucker and he was really annoying. He used to do one of the travel shows. Can't think okay. of it. I think I, I don't know what his name Oh, he was a gee bag, but he lived above the fucking shop. And <laughs> I'm saying he was a gee bag. He was well within his right. This poor bastard was tortured every time oh. we went out gaming. We'd be outside going, run, 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 and you shot me, you fucking... Run. He'd be out the window, lads, shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck you, it's two in the morning. Three hours later, fuck you, it's five in the morning. <laughs> Poor bastard never got any sleep. But no, he was, he was a gee bag for giving out to us. But we went down and we used to do these, these, do these games and there was one night I'll never forget, I nearly got a small child killed by David Williams. Oh, Jesus. Now, Dave knows this incident and if he's listening to this, he knows what's coming. Myself and a good friend of mine, Phil Boylan, 
Another yeah, stay with me all day. Yeah, Drinking Phil. Drinking Fibbers hanging out. We went to this Nat Cafe and me and Phil were in the humour to start being gee bags and start causing trouble. So we all played AVP. It was a mass load of people. There was about 16 of us in this one server in this Nat Cafe. All local area playing against each other. And yes. myself and Phil, like we played the game of Command and Conquer and the guy had logged in as Elvis and he kept annoying Dave and Dave was fucking snapping at him and he ended up kicking him. He was like sitting there the whole time mortaring that little fucking prick and fucking kill him. So what I did was I... Uh, I went into the game and I put myself in as Elvis. The kid was so scared of Dave Williams after that game, he wasn't playing any more games because Dave was roaring at him. He was well pissed off with this guy being a bollocks. And you continued. Oh no, I put myself in as Elvis. Now, right, Dave is sitting to my right. I'm sitting immediately beside him and Phil is sitting to my left. Phil put in his name as E Lives. <laughs> so when Dave was quickly glancing at the screen, right, all he sees is Elvis and E Lives and it's the same thing to him, right? And we made a point to not play the game, just kill him oh, <laughs> and every time like it was, it was it was the escape mission where you're trying to run away from all the aliens and get in a bunker and hold off against them Dave would get in and I'd snipe him or he'd get in and Phil would fucking shoot him from behind he'd be like that fucking kid's doing it again I'm like oh is he being a bollocks dude? you should fucking sort him out while trying to keep a straight face and Phil is nearly crying beside me as he shivs him again and Dave's like that's it I'm going to go over there I'm going to kill him and Phil's like yeah Dave he's making a mong idiot sorry man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. so I'm playing again and I think me and Phil boat shot him or something like that but whatever way it was he died he respawned he died again it was straight after and he literally stood up slapped the fucking keyboard in the mouth stood up to his full fucking height and roared you little fucking prick I'm gonna come fucking over there I'm gonna fucking throw you through the fucking window you're a fucking geeb and the kid's like I'm playing Command and Conquer <laughs> then he looks at the screen he's like he's playing Command and Conquer what the fuck as me and Phil are now <laughs> on the floor crying laughing like a Oh, it was epic. <laughs> the rage, his head was fucking red and everything. Phil just crying all night. Oh, oh, David is the big guy. Yeah, you, don't want, you don't want to get on the wrong side of him. It was, it was like, oh, Jesus, that kid could have got. You could have killed that kid. If I he had logged on, just as you. I'm going to log on and play one little ass game. God, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Remember, it was Battlefield just came out and there was just the one demo of the island. Oh, back in 1942. Vegas. Yeah. I think that it was, was that amazing. One. I was like, my brother played. Uh, he he was big into his online gaming and whatnot, and we decided we'll all go to the uh, the net cafe and play. And I just happened to be sitting beside my brother, so it was easier to go. Where are you? And yeah. Every time we got into a car, I would start going. You know, because I knew because he he was very good. I just started going. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and everyone else would be going. The fucking five brothers are in the fucking car again. Because I was brutal, but Alan was killing them, so I was taking all the credit because I was right beside him. But I just started singing the song. Man, we had that as well. Myself back in the early days of London. Again, myself and Ness and a few lads used to play Delta Force. Yeah, was one of the one of the best first-person shooters going. Like, and the graphics were amazing at the time. So pixelated, it's not even funny by today's standards. <laughs> but back then, man, and it was the first game where you had proper, you had a sense of gravitas with the weapons. Like, like your guns, like your sniper rifle felt like a sniper, sniper rifle. rifle yeah. Had the impact. Pistols kind of felt like pistols. And there used to be online things. games of like saws and laws, where you get like a rocket launcher and a saw, like the, the support weapon. And you'd literally be firing at people in front of you and you wouldn't hit them because the fucking thing's recoiling everywhere. <laughs> and you'd fire a rocket, you'd kill 20 people. <laughs> but we were playing a few of them and there was a few staples. We used to play this one where it was King of the Hill or in a volcano, right? And if you were sneaking up behind someone, you had to start making sneaky noises. So you played... <laughs> what? Like, well, I don't know. It, it was weird. Like you'd just be sneaking up and you'd hear someone in the back and going... Oh, oh. <laughs> and everyone is suddenly trying to go, fucking shit, and start shooting and nothing behind them except for that one guy who was probably about to get knifed. <laughs> but Nesson, every time he made a run for the for the hill, right, because it was a volcano, right, the big massive sides all the way leading down to it, and you could see this little pixel bopping down the fucking hill. So oh, zoom in, bam, got him deadly. 
But Nesson always did the Indiana Jones theme music every time he went for it. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> and he knew every time he sung the, t- the music, we'd be looking for him. Yeah. But he had to fucking do it, had to do it every yeah. fucking time. It was amazing. And then when he got into it, we're like, <laughs> you fucking deserve that because we were all fucking shooting at you. Yeah. Fucker. I remember when we because I never I'm surprised you haven't talked about it with PC games. Well, I know Doom was on the PC, yeah, but then it came on the PlayStation One, as far as I remember. Was it was on the Doom two. was on the SNES, dude. Yeah. Um, it was a PlayStation One, but that was the first time we started linking up. And I was, I'm not really good, like I don't play many um, multiplayer games. I'm not really great at them, but I was fucking brilliant at Doom. I was so brilliant that I would like because you'd be like you have one telly here and the other telly. I would deliberately, I know where all the little, you know, you could, places you could hide where all the secret walls would be. Yeah. And I'd know, right, he's going to either come that way or that way. How do I know? Right. I'd fire off the BFG. Yeah. I'd waste a shot just to freak the other person out. Because they'd be like, it'd be only me and him and the thing. They'd yeah. be going around and it's like, oh, why is he firing that? <laughs> and I'd be giggling. I'd open up the door and I'd see them running past. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we spooked him. The rabbit has bolted. Yeah. Track him. No, I wouldn't do, I wldn't do, I wouldn't do, um, bloody, uh, the, the singing, but I, I, I'd start getting evil smile evil oh. smile and if, if they had the co- someone Andy, Andy Murray had the, uh, like he knew he'd start looking and he knew if I had a wicked smile he was behind me because I'd go up and I'd follow them for a bit bam you're dead I you know am he- an absolute prick for that I love doing that in <laughs> Halo and the rest you'd get up yeah. behind someone and I would actually stalk them I would risk the chance of them turning around and catching me purely so I could get right up behind them and lead them yeah and I do it. Halo, Halo was famous for that, like for everyone doing that in Halo. In, in, in any game, I yeah. love doing that, just sneaking up behind people. And I'd wait till I got behind them and I go, hey, dude. <laughs> and they go, oh, bang. <laughs> Every time. I did it to Shamo, like it would have been about, I'd say, 20 times in one game of Halo, and he nearly killed me. Jesus. I was like, hey, Shamo, fuck off! Bang. <laughs> so much fun. I didn't get playing multiplayer, I know, until, like, well, I've got a funny incident um, when the, uh, oh, the. There's Battlefield and then there's the other game, I can't remember it, but. Call of Duty. Games. Call of Duty. I got I got roped into playing Call of Duty in games. You forgot I know Call my of Duty. brain is yeah, my brain what? is mush. This is a game um, podcast and you forgot. Yeah, Call of I Duty. played it a lot as well, but I wanted to play the other one because I like vehicles. But get, uh, lads in get in game uh, maybe played uh, maybe played a game and halfway through uh, playing it they like right let's start picking them Darren and start getting them. Um, but this this stopped really really uh, quickly because Anton who plays it all the time said right I'm going to get Darren and he started running. You could hear it on the mics and I just said right I'll just wait and then well there's one moment I said like the lads were coming over the hill. And I was just like, die, 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 die. And I killed them all. But getting to my point, I ran in, waiting for Anton. So <laughs> Wait for it, lads, it's coming. No, no, no. George R. Martin's no. out again. He came in the right, shot him. Came in the left, shot him. He was coming in the right again, laid down a mine. He got killed by that. Killed him around eight or nine times. This is after he's, they all said, let's gang up in there. And killed them all. And I was just like, there could have been a crown I could have gotten. And like, <laughs> yes. And I was shit ever since. <laughs> but that one time, we're like, let's gang up in there. And I was just like, you had your we're going to have them. It's yeah. passed. Did Anton? I should have recorded it. Sorry. Did anyone, did anyone ever get into the likes of World of Warcraft? In a, to be honest, games like that terrify me. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Because I, like the amount of time I've clocked up on Final Fantasy Tactics and the rest of those games, like I, I have a very addictive personality when it comes to games. Like if I play a game, I'll play it solidly for fucking ages. Yeah. Till I get bored of it. And a game like World of Warcraft doesn't strike me as a game you get bored of very fucking easily. Uh, we 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 played it a lot. Um, we had our own guild. Uh, it was. Oh, I'm glad I got out. <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it was a dark time in my life. I, I it, was, played it, was, it was fun, but cause we were all unemployed at the stage, so we were playing it every day. We were known as the Irish Guild. Poke my hole, we were, we were calling ourselves. <laughs> everyone, we got away with it. Uh, everyone was joining. We were having laughs. We were chatting a lot. Sometimes we just log in just to chat to certain people we knew in America or in England and whatnot. But then you were, we were kind of realizing we are spending a ridiculous amount of time. You know, I think the moment for me is when I was there playing it and it was like we were going to the bar to drink. 
and I had a bunch of drink with me and I was sitting there opening them yeah. and I realised like I was literally the only person properly drinking and I was like what was the entire point of this my brain kind of went yeah, I think you should go back to the pub <laughs> I was just like yeah I'm going to socialise I've actually I've, I've, a lot you of know? games on Xbox Live I've played with drunk people especially drunk Scots they are fucking hilarious <laughs> I can't oh, drink in games it was the well, only ever incident the one that, like I played World of Warcraft for a bit and the only reason I played it was I had friends who played it and <laughs> I lived with my good buddy Matt and he also lived with the three of us me him and Kim lived together and we started playing World of Warcraft together so we went through it together hmm. And it was a journey. It was, it was, it was a journey. It was a quest. But it, it, it got it for a me. Quest within a quest. A quest within a quest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I got bored of it after a certain period. I don't I don't have a heavily addictive personality. I can tend to know when to put the controller or the keyboard down and say right. Now the level that's one too many. Like yeah, I'm gonna step away from that. Like you know, but you could go. That was a killer. You could go anywhere in the game. Like but you no, could, it, it was his first. Like you could go like. Anywhere, but it was the game was vast. Walking, and it was just like it got to a point though where if you're like you're level twenty and you're arriving in level sixty area, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, my, I was playing the one where anyone could attack you at any time, right? PvP. And then other mates got into it and they started bitching, and we don't want that. And I was like, but the entire cool thing about this game is, is that anyone can kill you at any time. That's bollocks. That I hate was, that shit. I well, no no. Later on, I found out. That, <laughs> so pragmatic. That's, what, yeah. that's, that's the fucking worst. Well, no, no, I'm no. having fun playing a game. Oh, here comes some massive prick. Oh, I'm dead. That, that, <laughs> That was a thoroughly joyous experience for me. Let's do that again. No, I understand that, but if you're it was, are, like, yeah. if you're in a if you're in a group of people that that up, you know, like there's oh, there's the twenty of us level it. ten guys. Let's go. Oh shit, there's a level hundred, and we're all dead. It never got that bad yet. I, I found out it was a good Let's choice. But at the beginning, I loved I loved, the bit, I loved the bit where I was walking through a swamp I'd never been before, and there was the option that not only could the creatures kill me, but if I went into horde, which are meant to be my enemy, that they could come and gank me. You were well. alliance. Well, I was, yeah, I was goody oh, two-shoes. Goody two-shoes. But that was my brain. Are you a masochist, Darren? No. You, you but must that be was a just, gaming masochist. It just made, no, no, later on now, when, I, when we started doing the... T- hang on, hang on, just off topic. I'm not. Did, have you played a game called Dark Souls? I, which is a sequel, the sequel that came on the Xbox. Have you played any of the Dark Souls? I played, games? I Do you played, like them? yeah. Uh, I finished it. They, they strike it me as the kind of game you would like, because no, I, I, people come into those games purely to fuck up no, your shit. No, I was lucky. Yeah. I, uh, I, I... <laughs> The internet. No, I never had that. Thank fuck. <laughs> Sounds like something you love. You should no, try no, it. no. But this is what I'm saying. At the beginning, it was this. Oh, there's this real game where people, can, you know, like it. It feels like it feels like D and D, where you see an orc, it can come over and kill you. But no, but no, then no, when we started doing, no, 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 no. When we started okay. doing the the, the, the non-player versus player <laughs> games, like when you seen the enemy, it was like. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. But I do, I'm getting to the point where I do, when you're going through a big, huge fucking, going towards a dungeon, you have to hack your way through it, and then these bunch of level 60 just come up and fuck you over on your, like, six you or seven hours. You can't do that in the dungeons. I mean, the instants are well, set to your before, levels. No, but before that, when you're getting ready and you're going, then I understand so it. So they no, kill I, you I, before you get to where you're going? Fuck yeah, that. There's, but, but, but when you, you're saying it's, it's, it's like D&D, right? Like, so do you like playing a game of D&D in your gaff with your mates, and then some guy just comes over to the house and goes, oh, by the way, I'm Tom, I have a level 50, uh, Tharna's dead. That's pretty much that's an analogy to what you were describing there. No, that's some random coming over to your gut. No, no, you're missing making a cup of tea, sitting down beside you, rolling a handful of dice. And killing you. That's not what it meant. That's I not just, fun. Darren. I just I, well, we didn't get to play. I didn't get to find out how not fun it was. But at the beginning, when I was playing the game, it was kind of it was kind of cool. Oh well, there's an orc there who's run by someone else. This is before I realised that a lot of people online are fucking dicks. But uh, this, but as I said, that there's a chance they can come over and, and attack us. So it, it added this level of like fear when you go into a new section. Once you've been in, that's and exactly around in a game. Yeah, fear. What? <laughs> <laughs> not horrible fear, but fear. Well, I, that's what I enjoyed about it. But if, then, if I want fear then, in a game. I'll 
I'll play Silent Hill 2 and then poop my pants. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, which is also Silent Hill 2 and Resident yeah. Evil. Let us move on to the next generation of games consoles, which is the PS2 and the Xbox. Yes. Yeah. Finally. At last. Well, <laughs> over two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on. Somebody might come in and just shiv us while we're <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! So, um, Doc, Andy, what what did you guys did you guys have PS2, Xbox, or did you have both? I, yeah, I was um, I I was uh, um, I, I was a massive Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, I always have been. That's kind of one of the reasons. Did I, we skip the PS1? We did. Yeah, I think we can just roll that into the because that that. Well, we haven't talked about like the likes of Final Fantasy or anything like that on the PS1. But yet. the N64 and the PS1, like as, as good as the PS1 was, it always seemed seems like like a, like a prelude, like a precursor to the PS2. As fun as a lot of games were in it to me, like it, it just it was like kind of a teaser, like here we go, here we go, here we go, PS2. And the good thing is you could play all your PlayStation. We're skipping, like I can't believe I actually could I think it's all the tangents and everything up. That's why I forgot about it, but because we had talked about it previous, but with Final Fantasy Seven, especially. Yeah. When that game came out in nineteen ninety seven, I was working in Smith's Toy Stores on the game centre there, right? And that Christmas when that game came out, it, it just fucking blew up. Like that was the, yeah. that was the launch of the PS one as well. Like I mean, so you had a few launch titles to the PS one. But the likes of Final Fantasy Seven, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two, oh, shit, Silent, yeah, Resident Hill, Evil. Silent Hill, Silent Hill Two. Well like in terms of well, so Silent Hill Two, two, was, Silent two was, was PS two. Yeah. The, the PlayStation 1, I think, and I know, I, I, a few people agree with me on this, and a few people don't. I've got a lot of friends that have argued a bit about it, but I think the PlayStation 1 was the golden age for JRPGs. Yeah. I just don't think mm. that there's been a better... Like, if you look at the stuff that Squaresoft were putting out there alone, just Squaresoft, you've got shit like... Vagrant Story. Vagrant Story. It's a beautiful game. Um, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9. Final Fantasy Tactics got a re-release. They re-released all the old Final Fantasies on the PlayStation 1. They re-released Chrono Trigger on the PlayStation 1. Um, Chrono Cross and Xenogears. Shit! Oh no, Grandia. That was the PS2. Um, no, Grandia came out. Grandia, Grandia, no, Grandia two. Grandia one was on the PS2. Grandia one was it? Yeah. Oh, I must have played it on the PS2 then. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. That game. Yeah, it, it was stunning. Like I mean, and on the the top ten list that we we were asked to do, my number one game of all <laughs> that we were asked to do and nobody else did it. <laughs> my number one game of all time is tied with Final Fantasy Nine and Chrono Cross. So PS One's a big deal for me. That's kind of my yeah. my area. That's that's definitely the time that I fell in love with gaming as a medium. It's a big it's a big deal for me actually, and I'm ashamed that I actually skipped it to go to the PS Two on other things. But I'm a bit. From, ah, sure, it's you know, you know, it's all over the gaff at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven for me is still the Final Fantasy game. Mm. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Um, I think I have it on every iteration like that it came out. I have it on the PC twice. <laughs> well, uh, I have three copies of it for the PS One. Uh, I have it on my phone. I have it on my PS Vita. Um, so yeah, I pretty much play Final Fantasy a lot. Yeah. Still, still don't know what it's about. No, I, <laughs> I, do about. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I do know. I do know what the story is. It's, you know, it's about girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like I, I love if I I would skip eight and go I'd, like eight was good. I didn't like it at all. It it was all right. It was good. I enjoyed it, but nine looked gorgeous. I wrote a thing for the arcade a little while ago. Um, a good while ago. Um. There was a series they were doing. We were doing for a while called Six of the Best and Worst Somethings. Yeah. So it was like the first one written was Six of the Best of Six of the Best and Worst Exploitation Films, I think, and it was all different ones. And I did one on Six of the Best and Worst Final Fantasy Games. So I had three my three favorite ones and my three worst ones, and I got fucking reamed. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook comments and emails. Let me guess. X two was in there. One of the worst was it? X yeah. X two was yeah. X two was yeah. the worst. I think, I think the I amount up, of them I we had traded X2, in a game. I summed up X two as 
a totally totally superfluous celebration of fucking terrible ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's I, I can't think of a better way to describe it. I just love the, the, well, they, they hated the hi I'm a summoner and like I'm a pacifist and I summon these things and now I can't do that anymore. Give me guns. This is the worst thing about. Was that not the one where you changed clothes? Yeah, yeah it, was. it was basically. Like, dress up Barbie the, I think they should have said battle suits and well, then it would have been the, awesome. The job you know? system with the, with the whole changing of, of suits and with changing jobs like that was kind of cool in tactics, but it wasn't as overtly sexual. As it was in X2, it was like, kind of, this one gets my tits bigger, so I do more <laughs> shit. Yeah. Okay, if we're going to talk about Final Fantasy, this is going to be... <laughs> no, here we go. go. Right, so. Hang on, Andy's like, taking the gloves ahead, off. Here we go. Ahead. X2. The Body your cheeks were going in dry. The worst thing. <laughs> the absolute worst thing about X2, there's loads to hate about it, but for me, the worst thing about it is exactly what yeah. you said there and how it treated you in it. Because if you've played 10, and I'm going to spoil 10, so if you've not played I 10, love 10, and you don't want it spoiled, fingers in your fucking ears. Now. Yeah. By the end of 10... Yuna has gone from like a really kind of docile, submissive servant of Yevon, the god, character yeah. god thing, to a fucking defiant political heroine. She's taken the whole thing down. She's completely reorganized the world. And she has this really strong, powerful political speech at the end of the game. Right? So that's her arc. And then Final Fantasy X2 comes along. She's in hot pants. She's got some guns. And she's all chirpy and singing <laughs> pop songs. It's like, it totally ruins her. Totally ruins <laughs> the character. You're kind of going, why did she... Like, it doesn't make it's like, it's like when you It's like Che Guevara joining a boy band. Yeah, it's like when you saw the, the later Saw movies where they went back and told you that the how great Saw One was. Oh no, there was all the shit going on in the background there that you didn't know about. That kinda of makes it a bit shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it ruins the source. It retroactively damages its origin. It's like the Matrix sequence. I would have yeah. loved to go. I haven't been able to watch the Matrix one since watching the other two, because it's like as amazing as the first movie was. All I can think about is the stinkers and air goes and concordantly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and <laughs> I look to you and go, "Are you very high right now?" Oh fuck, I am. Yeah, <laughs> and it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll play it now. Now, the re one of the reasons you mentioned the job system and stuff in Final Fantasy that's been that's been a staple in the JRPGs for a really long time. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons I hold nine up so highly is because nine. By the time nine came along, that that stuff was kind of a lot of people were complaining it was getting stale. Like eight, they kind of there was no connect. Yeah. Exactly, and and. In, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but in nine, what they did, which I think is was really really clever, everything was woven into the actual story. Like the the whole point of being able to summon is basically the cornerstone of the entire plot. Yeah. Like the entire thing is about these two specific characters who can summon things, and the village they come from, and what it means to be able to summon things, and and uh, even the the black mage, his existence as a black mage is a really huge plot point. Yeah, and. That's why it worked so well. Nothing felt arbitrary. Everything felt like it originated from within the world. Whereas with Final Fantasy VIII, I I felt like the the fact that anyone could make any spell, it it it, it kind of left. There was, it, like. Yeah, there was no development for those characters there. It, it left the development of the story, and the story to eight is fucking incoherent. There's no. <laughs> Just <laughs> totally nonsense. Even as far as a Final Fantasy game, I kind yeah, of blocked exactly. out eight. I just the nine. I remember. No, no, people, I remember people defend eight to me. They always say, "Oh well, you know, stuff was mistranslated, and we got chopped versions of it." And that might be true, but it doesn't change the fact that the Western version is total pants from a narrative perspective. It's just nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. I remember in nine, I had to go. My friend played it. Andy, you look a bit. I hate talking about Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> but seven, though. Seven, seven is seven. Gorgeous. Amazing. Like, it's amazing. Seven broke, broke ground for, like, I mean, I remember, there's actually a, a story I have about seven when I sold seven, and the, 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 the girl I sold, what happened was, I was working in, in, in Smith's, which is only across the road from here, and this girl came in with her mother and father, and they wanted to buy a PlayStation for their daughter, but they didn't know what game to get her. And I had Final Fantasy VII set up at the end of the counter on a PlayStation, mm -hmm. on a TV, and I was in the first reactor, where they're fighting 
it was Barrett and Cloud were going in and the, the, the large robot with the scorpion tail oh, yeah, thing yeah. they were fighting that and that was it was, it was just there and anyone wanted to play it could play that boss fight it was just paused at that boss fight yeah. so she came over and I brought the girl and said just give that game a go and she was about oh, I'd say she was about 8 or 9 at this stage right mm. So he went down and she loved it. Played it. She was like, this is brilliant, this is brilliant. So they bought a PlayStation, they bought Final Fantasy VII, memory card, the whole lot. Went off. Fast forward about, oh, i say you fast forward about 10 years. Maybe Jesus Christ, that's a bit of a fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fast forward. <laughs> I was at a friend's saying, house. Wibbly wobbly. At a friend's house with a bunch of people and we were playing some uh, Magic, the tra- Tragic, the Saddening. Yeah, you know? I love Magic. That was yeah, good playing Magic cards and uh, there's a girl that I, that I know her name is Sarah and uh, and she's part of the group and everything and she was talking about how she first found Final Fantasy 7 and she uh, went into game play sin smiths with her parents <laughs> to buy the games console playstation and the guy behind the counter let her play Final Fantasy 7 at the end of the counter and convinced her how to, bu- to convince her to buy Final Fantasy 7 yeah. and that was me yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that led her on <laughs> the path <laughs> to becoming <laughs> a nerd <laughs> yeah. so where's that, that invisible glowing crown that's yeah. the yeah. so, yeah. so it was like from there on in it was like I was the reason that she actually became a nerd because she played Final Fantasy 7 at the age of 8 or 9 it's pretty cool, man. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I was very chuffed about that. But that was all because of Final Fantasy VII. And I remember spending so many hours playing that game. I think because Final Fantasy VII was a total... Like, it was a total reinvention of the of what Final Fantasy had been up to that point. So yeah. you had, like... The people who were Final Fantasy fans were kind of blown away by it. And on top of that, it wasn't like anything any casual gamers at that point had ever seen. With yeah. the isometric stuff. I, mean, I no never one... knew about Final Fantasy until I played Final Fantasy VII. Like the, battle battle system, system, people, the battle system was very similar to, say, Final Fantasy... Six or yeah, anything. It was it, very, it, it, similar yeah. battle system, so there wasn't a huge leap. It was a leap, but it wasn't a huge leap. But the, graphically, at the time, like when you look at those FMV cutscenes, yeah, 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 Jesus, they, they were because like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, and like that's PlayStation brought that era in as well. Yeah, the PlayStation you know? One era, no one did pre-rendered cutscenes better than SquareSoft. No. Yeah, like PlayStation mm-hmm. One, they they dominated that. Wasn't it the bouncer? Was that their first one? They that had was it? the PS2. Yeah, yeah that that, that launch title, the cutscene, and that the opening scene was amazing. Yeah, it was nuts. It was, it was and I, I still think that's a really underrated game. I actually really enjoyed it. I never yeah. got to play it, and I never because people said, "Oh, the, the, that's great," but the gameplay is really yeah, it was, and that's why I was like, "All right, I better not play." It's it. tough, but it's rewarding. Like, yeah, oh. it wasn't amazing. It was, it was, it was hard enough, but it was, yeah, it was rewarding. Is the right word. It was, yeah. it was fun when you got well the hang done. of it. Yeah, it's good, but um, I mean. It, 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 in terms of like SquareSoft RPG specific, I'll, we'll, we'll stop talking about this in a minute. I promise. Um, <laughs> roll I, with it, man. I roll still, with it. I still think like on top of Final Fantasy IX, Chrono Cross. I don't know if anyone's played it here because it was oh. never actually officially released outside of American Japan. Oh. And I, I managed to. I was determined to get my hands on it because I heard people talking about it on these forums, like in, in the same circles as Final Fantasy. So I, I knew I had to get my hands on it. So I got a thing that um, made my PlayStation a- able to play American games and I imported it in. Mind blown! Like, and it, it's a phenomenal game. It, it's it takes everything that Final Fantasy had done up to that point and puts this puts loads of different spins on it. Very experimental game, really hugely experimental. But the thing that sticks in my head about Chrono Cross was that it's a spiritual sequel to Chrono Trigger. And when you look back over the the kind of the the forum forum culture was really taken off around that time, and there was a lot of people who had played Chrono Trigger around the time that Chrono Cross was announced, and they were just indignant, like, no, no, don't don't make a sequel to Chrono Trigger. Because you'll never make it as good. Don't yeah. bother. Don't do it. Don't do it. You you you'll never do it. And then the reaction was, "Oh my god, you fucking did it!" How did you do it? And so you won't know until they do it. That kind of, that kind of thing, like, I think, is, is so rare that the the, the the fanboys are actually happy yeah. with the sequel. <laughs> yeah. It never happens. And 
with Chrono Cross it did happen. I think that is the biggest testament to it, really. You were speaking of getting stuff in to change, like to import. Yeah, was it? I I had a um, a region changer for my PlayStation, but it was for um, a game called Police Nuts. I remember Police that Nuts. That I yeah. found out yeah. of because of Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's Hideo Kojima. Yeah, because Hideo Kojima. It was a sequel to a game called Snatcher, which was a Sega CD game, uh, which was a cyberpunk game. You'd fucking love it. That Snatcher. Game. Snatcher. That's why I was giggling. Snatcher. Yeah. It's like, called <laughs> Snatcher. It's a cyberpunk detective noir adventure. Okay, so right. And Police Knots is the spiritual sequel to that. Right. And the first time I heard about Police Knots was I was playing Metal Gear Solid and uh, Octacon has loads of Police Knots posters in his lab. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, but they're anime posters. So I was yeah. like, oh, I was looking online for ages for Probably these anime, anime yeah, called yeah. Police Knots. And it was like, no. So police typed in Police Knots and it was a Japanese game that was released. And I got the Japanese import of it. Cost I, I put it on my Christmas list one year and it's all I got for Christmas because it cost something like Seventy pounds at the time oh, to import yeah, it. I got it, and I didn't know any better. It was in Japanese, <laughs> <laughs> right? and, but, and it's all—it's actually not a subtitled game. It does a lot of voice acting in it. It's a oh, voice acting crap. game, but it looks gorgeous. Yeah. So up until about two years ago, I'd never gotten past the second section of it because I couldn't figure it out what they were on about. Yeah. Until, what are you saying, you savage? <laughs> but I still had it until I moved out of my house. I went to live with a girlfriend at the time and my mom got a load of my stuff and threw it out. <gasps> and Police Knots was in it. No. Right? No. Oh now, and it was beautiful. Beautiful box art and everything. <coughs> oh so God. about a year and a half ago I got a Samsung S3 and I got the PlayStation emulator and I found some genius online had gone and translated no yes. Police Knots and really put the subtitles in <laughs> to play the game. So I have it on this. <laughs> And it's it's out, it's on my HTC One, and it's a glorious game. Hmm. Hideo Kojima's nod to the Lethal Weapon series. Wow! Set in space. Oh no way! That it is <laughs> fucking epic. It's ah. such a good game, and I and I kind of got the Lethal Weapon vibe from it because you played it. The character you play in it has long flowy hair. Now, granted, it's blue, but he's got long flowy hair. <laughs> yeah. he looks blue. like Riggs. Yeah, his partner looks like Murtaugh. And the soundtrack is done on a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> but that was your first clue, the saxophone. Clue. But it's a glorious game. I am, uh, get, you get a PlayStation emulator. I have the ISOs for it because it takes a while to download from online. I give you the ISOs, play it. It's beautiful. It's, right. it's, a, base, it's a point and click game, but it's, it's got shooting moments in it as well. Hmm. Uh, it's really good. It's a detective game as well, and it's also cyberpunk. Did it, did it sounds beneath the Steel like, Sky kind of vibe off. Kind of, but it's, you're not a character walking around. It's all done from first person. Oh, okay. It's did a the really bit, good game. Did the bit really you get good. stuck on, was it actually that you had to hit restart? No. <laughs> no? No. The bit I got stuck on, I made it to... It's all set on a, on a, on a, on a space station. And I got to... The, I managed to get off Earth. The, the whole... The first... Segment. Then we play one in the translation. It takes two minutes to get off Earth. Yeah. But back in the day, it was like hours gone. <laughs> I'm going this, to get that. through. The fuck? I don't care. It's basically you click on different things. There's a there's a there's a bit of the start where you have to click on your man's office around yeah. his office and look at everything. But everything's in Japanese. So you're like that thing says something in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> this thing also says that says something more in Japanese. So that must be more important. It took me about two weeks to get out of his office. <laughs> And get out of his office and get out and like his it, the whole the, the plot point the plot of the plot of the game is I'm not ruining that by telling you this is the major plot of it is basically he's a the police knots are a bunch of cops that were sent to this space station as it was being built and they were going to patrol the space station they were trained as astronauts to help build it and then police it right. but there was an accident and your man gets launched he's in his spacesuit and on the spacesuit they have this uh, ball connected to them that's a stasis cube that if they get lost in space they hide in the cube in the it's stasis sphere okay. they hide in it. 
he there's an accident, an accident, and he gets detached from the space station, so he hides in the sphere. Thirty years go by or twenty years go by, and they find the sphere, and he hasn't aged, but everyone else has. Whoa. So his wife has gone off and married someone else, and everything. So he's still young. Everyone right. else has gotten older. And his wife is now 50 and she's coming to look for him for help because her new husband has disappeared. Right. So, but because he was lost in space, in the sphere, he developed a fear of travelling in space. Okay. <laughs> and that, it's the know? little things, yeah. you know? Yeah. So he, but he has to go to the space station that started it all to solve the crime. And you go there and his partner is now the chief of a certain section and stuff like that and... There's all these androids everywhere. It's 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 basically as if Richard K. Dick had written Blade Runner <laughs> wow. and, and Lethal Weapon and put them together. Put them together. <laughs> it sounds awesome. It's really good. Yeah. It's a really good game. It's really enjoyable, and you can play it on your phone. That sounds pretty fucking so awesome. So that that for me that that was a PlayStation game that got away from me for a very very long time until recently, and I was able to play it again. Well, yeah. Nice. So, but like the, the PlayStation game is so much, and like Metal Gear Solid series, it yeah. started kickstarted that again. Even like I mean, the the more kind of the really really super mainstream stuff was actually brilliant, like Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, and you know, never got into them. When they, they were, were in the hands for me, when Spyro was in the hands of Insomniac, it was a really good three D platformer. Like it was, it was really good. If the if the aesthetic of it was too cutesy for me, that's yeah, it's perfectly understandable because yeah. it was very very purple. Yeah. Um, but like you know, it had soundtrack by Stuart Copeland. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Not all, not all kissed up. <laughs> no, I was playing all the rehashes of Resident Evil 1. You know the way they did yeah. loads of different ones? That's yeah. what well, I was playing. Well, they did the director's after that. I was, yeah. remember being like, like late at night playing it, just kicking ass, and then I was like, right, I finished it. Time to do it again, and let's see if I can do it using less bullets or this weapon. Resi 2 was responsible for my first ever gaming scare. Proper scare from a game. With the bit with the liquor. Yeah. I don't I, I Playing a, there's something about, I don't there's like there's something about the way that those pre-rendered cutscenes move yeah. in the old mm-hmm. in the Playstation yeah. days the way that they're, they're kind of not really properly moving it's kind of creepy and juddery makes it even worse well, that's yeah. why yeah. Silent Hill was so freaky with yeah. the, you know with all yeah. the babies oh, and I don't shit. want to talk about Silent Hill <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same I'm the that, reavers, came, that game terrified me so much to the point where I had to I was living in a house with people and I had to go out into the other room and get people to come in and sit beside me and hold my hand no, I'm exactly the same I, I, I can't I missed Silent Hill 1 unfortunately I played 2 Silent Hill 2 was a gorgeous Dirty. game. Yeah, one, one was good. One was like one didn't. Let's, freak let's me out. take Silent Hill two and jump to the PS two for this. One. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. But the like, Silent Hill two, it it literally, man, from the opening fucking scene, you well, still, still creeped sequence. out. And I had a like a, a massive thir- at the time, massive thirty two inch TV, and it was one of those ones. The arse was. was fucking I had one of them. <laughs> I, I gave had, you my old one of those for the geekies. Oh yeah, no, my yeah. one was was pretty much exactly yeah, the, the same, same as that. that. Yeah, and we called it Jenna. Jenna after Jenna Jameson because it was big and fucking gorgeous. So we had that. I had that set up opposite my bed, and it was about, I'd say, about three or four feet between me and the TV. Oh, you went in your bedroom. <laughs> so it's so much worse. Oh, yeah. no, and the surround sound was set up, because, like, the, the oh, gaff we lived God. in, we had, like, two or three, like, TVs and stuff, and I didn't want to be gaming in the front room right, all the time, because yeah, yeah. it's a dick move when you're living with a bunch of people. Yeah. If you want to play your game, you got to do it in your own room, yeah. and then everyone else in the, in the common room can watch TV or something. Mm. But as it was, they'd all be watching TV or something, and I'd be in there yelping, and they'd all come in to see what's going on. <laughs> But I had the surround, or surround sound system and all hooked up to this thing. I went fully into it, the digital sound and all. Like, so I was sitting there playing it and I was literally right up against the fucking screen. And Jesus fucking shit, man. The bit that will always stick with me in all the fucking Silent Hill games and the scary bits is when you go to that little um, tourist shop at the side of the lake. And you've all your little postcards oh. in the rack and, it's all, and there's a door in the back. You're like, oh, cool, I'll open this door. There's a stairwell going downstairs. Fuck it, I'll just go down here. <laughs> and you're going down, and you're walking down these steps, and you're going down them for a good, I'd say, 10 seconds, and you realise, I'm still going down these steps. This isn't a basement. I'm now underneath the fucking lake. Yeah. 
and then you, it just starts to creep up the up your back up your spine like onto the back of your neck and you're like oh crap where's this going shit shit and I stuck my head out I was like D this is my mate's girlfriend I was like can you come in for a second and she's like is this another fucking scary I'm like I don't think so but I may need backup so Dee come in and she sat on my right and we were sitting there we would be going down still going down this this fucking tunnel and I did go down and down and down then we got to the end I was like oh grand there's a little cave oh shit there's a lift <laughs> this lift also goes down got in the lift and went down for quite a while again in the lift and you're like oh fuck and you get down and there's this metal door and you open it and at that point there was the asylum Yeah. and then it was like no Liam yeah. <laughs> gonna need more backup on this one so Liam came in and sat beside me the three of us were there in this re- all the li- I had to have all the lights off as well purely atmospheric yeah. so we're all sitting there huddling together going down check in that room fuck off I don't wanna go <laughs> give me a controller I'll do it alright go on open the room and there's one of the doors you open and it's just pitch black on the far side and you're like what do you do? <laughs> Can we go anywhere else? No. Oh, fuck. Right. I'm going in. Okay. And we're all sitting beside each other watching this one guy and he walks into the room and there's nothing. There's like literally you just see the ground around you. You can see the doorway behind you and it's pitch black. So we keep walking into the room and we've gotten a bit into the room and then just this is where the surround sound fucking fucked us up. We heard something coming from the far right corner of the room and it was like, it sounded like like, like a rhino or something really far off you could hear footsteps going and it's getting closer and closer and we're like what the fuck is that get the fucking gun out I got the gun out where the fuck is it it's coming from over there so we turn and look and just as it got to you it veered off and ran around behind you and we could hear because the sound was really loud you could hear this thunderous hooves or something running and it ran around behind all of us and out the far side where the other door was so it's like it came from the dark corner of the room and ran out of the room we're like why is, it, why is it running all around? Because that's where the door was. Like, like, the way I'd set up the surround sound, it, it was like it literally came from the corner room where it was sitting watching us and left the room. So we're like, oh, fuck that. That was the best thing about Silent Hill 2, I thought, the way that like it, it never delivered it. It very rarely delivered a payoff. Oh, yeah, it, but that, it, that, it that room. It yeah. to the edge. Well, you went to that room. And yeah. the boot and it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. You go into that room and there's, there's literally, there is... Um, there was a, a raised pedestal with a hangman's noose and three new three like noose new, uh, what the plural of nooses is nooses noose <laughs> <laughs> three of them hanging there and there was nothing there and you looked around the room and looked back three corpses just started jiggering you what the fuck and you'd be like oh, look around look back to the gun again oh what the fuck and then the thing started running at us again it's like oh shit <laughs> Remember that bit in the... We ran out of room, and I swear to God, man, after it, we just paused the game, we all went out and had a cup of tea, and we were like fucking... I don't know, it was like... It was like somebody had... Like, our uncle came over and all touched us <laughs> at the same time. And we're all sitting there going, oh, Jesus, did that just happen? What the fuck you just happened? You just compared Silent Hill 2 to uncle touching. Yeah, Sneaky Midnight Uncle 2. Yeah, well, if you read up about the guy who developed the game... <laughs> Seriously, the guy, you know, the guy had a really disturbed childhood and he kind of threw it into the games to creep the fuck out of everyone else. Yeah. And I think Just passing it on. I got Silent Hill 2 HD at home yeah. from the Xbox. I'm going home to play it again. Oh, I can't because that game is a beautiful can't. looking game. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't play it without surround oh, sound. Those oh. games, they need proper sound just to really fuck yeah. you up. I can't have like, the radio on. Oh. On a st- and if, if as soon as I start hearing that, as soon as I start, you know when you're, it's static, I turn the sound off until I get it because of but the, one of the best things like, about the atmosphere again was when you heard something like a knife getting dragged yeah. you knew it was Pyramid Head yeah. and you tried to describe him to anyone else who hasn't played the games it's a giant nuts. guy in a butcher's apron with a massive sword and a traffic cone in his head yeah. that sounds ridiculous oh it does 
Wait, you see it raping a just, fucking... Yeah. The uh, first, the first, the first mannequin two. With, with two legs for a head yeah. over a kitchen sink while you're hiding in a wardrobe. My and little like, cousin that, came what in the at that fuck? point. That, I was like, no, oh, that moment did too. I, I was literally going, what the fuck? And you're in the closet and you're looking through and you yeah. just see him and he's just holding it and it's trying to wriggle and he's like, it's just, oh man. That I bit. don't even know if he did do it, but it looked oh, like it he was just, doing well, it. Well, that was the point. He looked like he was, he was doing it. It was messed up. I was just sitting there going, oh my God. I still don't understand him. The blade getting dragged off. Fuck off. That's the one thing they managed to get right in those films. So the not first in the one. last one. No, the first film. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah not the films. So it was the first one when he came on the screen. Everyone in the cinema was like, "Oh, oh shit, shit, it's Pyramid Head!" And then when he grabbed your one, just that ripped the skin off her, slayed her alive. Fucking hell! Fuck the skin at the door. Doors. That's why we ran from yeah. him. Yeah. He because that's not, what he does. Did you He's see not a good the guy, guy did? There's a, a small island off the coast of America. I think I could be wrong with the geography. Usually I am, but. <laughs> um, Somewhere in the world. Over over a, a Halloween time, the, this place always gets covered in fog. Yeah. Oh. This dude dressed up as Pyramid Head. I saw that. Yeah. And walked that. around the town. How did he not get shot? No, but because he it wouldn't work. Bullets <laughs> don't work on that he fucker. Just, I, 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 did did running, and I did a lot of running in Silent Hill too. It was the, like the Silent Hill equivalent of that dude that did the clown. Did, he, did he have like the... He had the whole thing in the oh, blade. Oh Jesus fucking What you described there about watching that scene through the closet and you just like... So yeah. disgusted. That's the. It's, it's why Silent Hill Two is so much scarier than Resident Evil because Resident Evil relies on. Uh, well, it's all about cheap scares. It's all about yeah. the Hollywood scare. The bah, jump yeah. out it's a zombie. Kill it. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it's back. Ah. I still, I, I still love Resident Evil more than Silent Hill Two, but no, that's if fine, it's yeah. scarier, Silent but Hill Two is scary. Silent, I agree. What Silent Hill Two did really well was it didn't necessarily scare you. It just it was yeah, a psychologically really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Silent Hill Two is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of games. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't actually show you anything it just puts it in your head but well, oh, it does show you well, it shows you a bit it shows you a fair it's, bit it's got a real yeah. it's got it's one good. of the best narrative sucker punches yeah oh Jesus yeah, Christ yeah you're like oh Danny I'm going oh God no 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 you cannot spoil that yeah, game okay, yeah, 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 I will yeah, actually yeah. fucking okay. punch the shit out of which game that game <laughs> so until 2 the oh, ending yeah. of that yeah. game well there's once again it's it's. I'm not even going to say the feelings you get when that game ends Jesus Christ don't actually I'm going to go home and play it again make sure you have a Disney movie ready after this <laughs> you're, you're I'm not, not fucking Nemo. <laughs> no. Or Bambi. We're talking one of the fucking happiest Happy shit. One of the yeah. Hercules. I watched Bambi. Hercules. Hercules. Oh, fucking Lion King. <laughs> Have that <laughs> shit ready. Because, yeah. man, the Lion ending King. of that is fucking. I used to always go, I was like, that guy Jesus. is so hard, he didn't even cry when Bambi's mother got shot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. I, tried to play so- I, I actually I need a cold share after talking about that game. With, with Resident Evil, I love the way that they took like normal creatures and just you know, made them joint and scared the crap out of them. I really like you. Resident Evil. Yeah, I, I love the Resident Evil. Yeah, well, I love up to four. Really five-ish, six, no way. No, it's just the an arcade game. The can suck my balls. It's, no, I, I, I like five. No, no, five. Five was good. I played with five was a great co-op was, experience. Yeah, it I really was. Five. Yeah, playing there's with a person. Yeah. There's the bit with the crocodiles where you're going in there yeah. and you, your mate yeah. has to cover you. You're like, fuck you. I never win. played it with a game. Oh. I was the only no mate to Resident Evil 5. You've got to go in and get a key while your mate's covering you and there's crocodiles sneaking around. He's not quick enough, you're dead. And you think those crocodiles would be simple on your own, but they're fucking not. It's like, because when there's one there, there's another one that you haven't noticed because you thought it was a log and it's gone. Yeah, no, you I need like you need to play that card, mate, Wayne. Yeah. It's it's one of the six by far such a fucking per- back to narrative. The story is fucking great. It's really immersive, except for that one fucking bit with Uro fucking Burroughs. Oh yeah, yeah where yeah, fucking yeah. Wesker's on the fucking plane and he's a Uro because every every time anyone who's played this game knows the it's pain. It's so much funnier when you know what yeah. you're talking about. When he when you die or you can't beat this prick in a cutscene, it starts back to the bit where it's him going Uro Burroughs and you skip it. You get killed. Skip it. You get killed. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
me and me and Dave Williams literally it was like a half an hour to an hour solid of Ur of fucking Burroughs before we nailed the brick because the spits you're gonna do in co-op and the more frustrated you get, the more out of sync you get with your gaming buddy. Yeah. And if the two of you don't hit it at the same time, it's your Roberto's buddy. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. you get it on t-shirts? Like, <laughs> six wasn't scary at all. It was just six was and, very disjointed. It and you didn't really you, feel there's, good. There's a, there's a, you, you pick these. You know, like it's all about. You know, a game is all about. I don't want to die. But in six. You pick a certain team, you know, your, and your friend comes over and goes, I'll revive you. Well, you wouldn't get that. Computer gives love I'm playing a game at the moment called Remember Me, and I'm stuck on a bit that is very much Ouroboros. That's going to be now the verb for that. Uh, it's, it's basically, I'm stuck on a bit in it where I have to climb up. Uh, That's funny because the Ouroboros is the infinity. They deliberately did it so they grow. Fucking did the bastards. I have to climb up a, a scaffold, and there's a dude in an attack chopper blowing the bollocks out of it. And I've looked up, I've, I've done it so long now at this stage where I've looked up videos online going how to get past it. And on the videos online, literally the person just goes, whoop, 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 up they go. Yeah. Piece of piss. When I try and do it, the dude riddles me every <laughs> time. So I, and, but there's a bit, he, he talks about, there's a line he has before you do the jump up to it. And he goes, oh, you're on your way to grandma's house with some cookies. Oh, I've heard God. that line <laughs> so many fucking times at this stage. Oh. It's literally haunting me in my there's, sleep. There's very little more frustrating than that. Yeah. yeah. Like just, yeah. I remember this, talking about PS2, one of my favorite games on my top 10 list is Kingdom Hearts 2. And there's a boss in Kingdom Hearts 2. His name, anyone who's played Kingdom Hearts 2 will know, his name's Demix. He's a fucking water guy. He like fires water at you and shit. And he says the same three stock lines of dialogue over and over again. <laughs> and he's one of the toughest bosses in the game. So, like, I couldn't... It took me, like, I'd say, uh, easy into double digits, 20 tries to get past him. And I had to hear, hear dance, water, dance. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> yeah, I had to hear that. Ad nauseum. I was finally fucking beat him purely by chance. Purely by chance. He was, I was firing away at him. And then he like I, I think I got him down to like that much and I was that much as well and I just happened to hit him before he hit me. It was purely by chance, but I did it in the end. And oh uh, yeah, nothing this nothing more frustrating. Than and did you that's, that's, go, that's dance, Did you say dance what is that fucking dancing now, motherfucker? <laughs> That, that's the opposite Holy side of um, of gamer rage, the gamer relation. When you finally yeah, get yeah, yeah. that level, or it just clicks. Like you've been playing the level for so long, it's frustrating. You leave it alone for a week, you pick it up, and it's just like a fucking moment of pure zen. zen yeah, like yeah. I've got this. And you get past it, it's like, yes, yeah. I'm a fucking like, gaming god. When that happens to me, I kind of go, "How did I not do that the first twenty five times?" <laughs> I just I, I berate myself just... for doing it. I'm like, "Yes!" It's like, why couldn't I do that like fucking twenty tries ago? I remember, I remember playing uh, Resident Evil Nemesis, and I'd always run from. And then I was well, like, you're no, 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 but I, I got told you get stuff. stuff. You don't, if you don't, you get stuff. And I was like, you know you what? Offer him a biscuit. I'm not going. Your, your gaming habits. He goes, no. Om, yum, yum. <laughs> no, I said, you know what? No more, no more. I'm taking because I, as I said, I played with like him. Standing my ground, I'm gonna fucking get him. And I'd be fighting him, fighting him, and he dropped it. Look, like, there's, there's, you know, the first time you fight him, you know, like as I said, there's the doors to the police station, or you can turn around. You just have to kill some guy that you're meant to know, and you're like, and I always go through the doors. And then I was like, no, I'm gonna fucking get you. And I start fire, fighting him, fighting him, throwing loads of shit into him, and he falls down. And you're like, and I'm like, yes, yeah. Why is the body still? He's getting back up. Oh, <laughs> get one, when, here's a hint, right? When the bad guy's name is in the title of the game. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's the boss. Man. You could, you could, you could kill him. Sorry, you could knock him down. And you the could second knock him time, down, yeah. second time you knock him down, you get a piece of something, and it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah. It, it's half a gun. 
he's not dead, but I never stay. I never stay with his. We never get back up until you leave. But when you the, come uh, back, when you come back, his body would be gone, and you knew, <laughs> even though he's on the tight. But you knew, oh fuck. Sometimes you would come back straight away if you on certain bits where you'd be like, oh no, I, I'm just wasting all my ammo on you. I like, did love the game option that got locked once you beat Resident Evil Three was the time thing where you had to run through the town. You had the the squad. That came in on the helicopter. And yeah. You had, to, oh, yeah, yeah, you had to get through the, the first city. Mi- the yeah, first mercenaries. Time. Yeah, I thought that was really good fun. It was a different thing to unlock. But uh, I mean, PlayStation Two for me, there was so many different games and that I had. There wasn't. There was some standout titles like the Metal Gear Solid Two for me was fucking epic. A lot of watching of cutscenes, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah. You know, the diehard fan of me thought it was awesome, like st- Siege and an oil rig type thing. Like, to be know, honest, Metal Gear annoyed me. Really? Yeah, I know I get a lot of flack for this, but the one thing that I hate in games is when, this is really stupid and banal, but I hate when there's no contact with their feet in the ground. You mean the character feet? Yeah, when your character's moving, if a footstep is a footstep, that's fucking dead. But if he's got that fucking slidey, fucking spinny shit foot yeah, going on. Yeah, snake always had that. I'm out. Yeah. So I was trying to play it, and I'm like, his feet are spinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's awesome, but Jesus Christ, why has he got fucking butter on his feet? This is really, really fucking annoying, and I, I couldn't stick with it. It just infuriated me. Yeah. And the, the Metal Gear Solid series for me never really did on. They never did that for me either, and then I got I I bought Metal Gear Solid One over the summer on PlayStation Network. Just randomly, just went fuck it, I'm gonna buy it and give it a shot. So I didn't like it when I was a kid, and I loved it. Yeah, it's great. I actually I, I, I didn't it. mind one. And then after I, the second I finished one, I went out and bought the HD collection. I was like, I have to find out what the rest <laughs> of it's about now. The, my my main problem with the Metal Gear Solid games of late that that the, what they became after Sons of Liberty, after the second one, the Snake Eater was a great game. Snake Eater was a gorgeous game. That was. The really second enjoyed. version of Snake Eater when they fixed the camera and you could actually see yeah. what the fuck was going <laughs> yeah, on. That one, yeah, As opposed to the first one. Who the fuck's on? Who the fuck have I been caught? What? Yeah. There's nobody around. Oh, that guy up past the screen that I can't move the camera to fucking see. <laughs> yeah, that was the version I actually played. I never played the first oh, version. I played wow. the second version. But, uh, yeah, no, I played Snake, the first version. Snake, Eater, was Snake Eater was a gorgeous game. But the one on the PS3 I never touched because of the whole... Here's an hour and a half long cutscene that you can't skip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh. fact that you see him smoking, I'd actually given up smoking when I started playing that game. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, if he's having one, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not a stealthy person, so that's why I couldn't get into the games. Just, I, I tried a few times. So hang on a second, with that mentality, if you're not an orc, can you play World of Warcraft? What? That's well, the same mentality. If you're not stealthy, you're not going to be a stealth man. Splinter Cell must have been a nightmare for you. Splinter Cell, I never played either. Oh, really? Splinter Cell yeah, was I'm great. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just, just give me an axe or something, and I'll charge in. I'm, just, I'm, I couldn't I'm do it. Like, you're Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Leroy Jenkins. No, I'm, I'm Leroy. Actually, yeah. I always try to be a stealthy player, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. That's why I, I love the really? Hitman games. You go in, you'd be like, yes. right here we go. We're gonna sneak. Oh no, somebody saw me, and just like a little wry grin. How come the ballers? <laughs> See his lads. That's why I love that and video. Everybody dies. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I play Hitman, there are no witnesses. I get out clean because I kill everybody. No, yeah. I'm very saying. That's scared. why I love the latest one. The latest one is like it gives you, you know, it, you, there's a reason for you to be stealthy because you get this this energy bar that lets you do stuff. But when I used to play the old ones, I was just kind of like, there's no reason to be fucking stealthy. I just kill everyone. Then I, I'm no That's I love the Splinter Star games yeah. for that, like because you, yeah. you went in so fishy, you had to. I found that I found it a bit frustrating in parts because I'd have to restart the levels because I always have that impetuousness. Like whenever we play a game, I'm always the guy with the assault rifle in the front lines. Yeah, yeah. I have to be the guy going, "Woo, shit's going down!" I mightn't be the best shot. I mightn't be the best sniper. I mightn't take the most damage, but I just love getting out there and firing every fucking bullet that I can get my hands on. But with Metal Gear or with uh, what you call it, sorry, Splinter Cell, uh, you kind of have to 
Sneak, sneak, sneak. That's the whole point of it. You gotta snap a little neck here. Sneak, sneak, sneak. sneak. That's that brings us. To, like I know we we probably haven't touched the, the fucking massive library of games the PS2 had because it had so Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters was a glorious. Freedom game. Fighters was Red Dawn the game. Yeah, it was beautiful. That was. Before I move on, can I just point out that number eight on my list is uh, Burnout Three Takedown for the Xbox. Burnout Three Xbox. Man. Xbox. Xbox controls on Burnout Three did something special. I don't know why it worked so much yep. better. It just felt so much better. Wiper. And on top of that, yeah. Burnout Three. Wipeout, Wipeout was a great game on the PlayStation, right? Yeah, but yeah. Burnout just I'm with with well, any well, of this. I, I didn't play and Burnout on the PlayStation. I, I played every like... Burnout game ever made, and Burnout Three was just sort of like, holy shit. They've done it. Yeah. This this yeah. is it. They don't need to fuck. And then did. everything after that was like. Uh, I think it was I, the only thing I could think of that it could possibly reason was that the Xbox triggers were kind of weightier. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It had that kind of more pull like an accelerator. Kind of, like the only the, thing I didn't like was that the crash mode was. I think two yeah, was kinda, two was the perfect crash mode. Did you use the, the other thing I loved about Burnout with the Xbox was the custom soundtracks. Yes. Just, a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the Xbox games. The Xbox was great. Kill the Xbox was great for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie, man, let's do this. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. is going to die. <laughs> the, the, that was the when the Xbox came out. I had a PS2, and then the Xbox came out, and I don't know what it was. I loved my PS2. I had a and I worked in game with that. That was my time in game, mm. and that was when I met you because yeah. we were working in game around the same time, and that was my era in game was PS2, Xbox, GameCube. Yeah. And I had them all. That's the Holy Trinity, man, of consoles. Yeah, the three right of them. Right there. I had them all, and they had a beautiful place. I still have them. Well, no, I, my Xbox died. I have another story for my Xbox, actually. My first Xbox was the black one. Yeah. Yep. Um, Same here. It died. With, with the big, chunky controllers. The big, chunky, big, massive, chunky controllers. You yeah. felt like a man. It's like, this isn't a child's <laughs> controller. My hand. You must have felt really comfortable. I actually... <laughs> but here's the thing. These aren't for children. I, <laughs> went, I went from PlayStation 2, <laughs> then I had the, the GameCube, and then I was like, "What? What? What's an Xbox? Oh, there's a new one out now. What? So Xbox 360. 360. Oh, right. but, but I got it. And then I'm like, well, where are all these games that people are on about? No, that was the that was the, the other Xbox. I'm like, where you, the fuck was I? You missed the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. So I went into Xbox first. I was, I was because first. I was like, I, I, you know, I, I was sure I was, you know, really arrogant. A lot of my friends who were really PlayStation. I was like, oh no, Microsoft are getting into the console game, lads. You're off. <laughs> You're off. Microsoft are going to show you how it's done. And uh, so I bought an Xbox thinking I was dead. And it, I loved it. I still yeah. love yeah. it. Great that's, console. That is a beautiful console. That's well, my, I did my end favorite up console. to buy a PlayStation 2 because I was a Final Fantasy fan. Mm. Yeah. Now the Xbox is my favorite console of all of them. Even over the 360. Just when I was living in that house, once again, the Silent Hill thing, that was... <laughs> we had the Xbox there and because most of the games on the Xbox were centred for multiplayer yeah like there was so many games like I said Gladius earlier the Roman Gladiator one but, but Halo was the first Halo Halo man that was like I was still a PC gamer when Halo was announced yeah. Halo was announced for the PC and when you go back and look at the first footage of Halo the new Halo games now still don't give the same promise that Halo 1 promised like it was supposed to be an open-ended ring. The whole thing was there. They had this mad physics engine into it. You like literally left tire tracks when you're driving the warthog. Oh, you could see all the dirt kicking up behind it. Man, the, the demos for this blew everybody away. So I was like, I'm getting that. Then they announced it was going to be an Xbox exclusive. I'm like, nope. I'm in on this game. I'm going to get this console purely for Just this for game. game. But a lot of people did that. I think that's another reason but why I went for the 360. Halo, Halo did the first-person shooters what GoldenEye did to them originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah, completely GoldenEye. changed the game. It didn't reinvent the wheel it's just like we're just going to add a few little nuts here and tweak them and this is how it is going to be for the rest of your fucking lives gentlemen mm. it was perfect and as much as playstation fanboys like the ragging oh, all the xbox had was halo all it fucking needed was halo, halo was beautiful fucking the xbox iconic. had it so it had some good launch titles it did halo was the launch title yeah but it had a few other ones that star wars game they released star wars obi-wan 
was probably one of the better things to come out of the Dead or Alive 4 yeah. was or 3 Dead or Alive 3 was, yeah, yeah, was Jesus. Great. Such a fucking great combat yeah, game. And then they just took the tits physics and used it for other games. <laughs> <laughs> but the game itself, like the combat was great because I used to do Shotokan Karate when I was younger and it was like one of the main guys, like Ayn or uh, Hiate, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like all kind of Shotokan base and stuff and then there was Hitomi who was the same thing again. It was like, shit, I know those moves. <laughs> Holy crap. That's it. And it wasn't flashy fireballs. It was all counters and actual yeah. proper... Street it was fighting. like it was like Virtua Fighter. Virtua Fighter was like the technical fighting game. Yeah, to like where you had Tekken was literally just. Flash. But it wasn't too technical. No. That was the thing. It was, it was a good mix of the two. Where like if you wanted a button bash, you could fucking do that. Yeah. But if you wanted to spend a bit of time and learn the skill system, it was so rewarding. Yeah. People wouldn't lay a hand on you. You'd be slap slap. Fuck you, buddy. Did it did it. Fucking beautiful. Battle Arena to Shinden. Oh shit! Forgot about that. Was the only. It is the only. PS One. Oh shit! Yeah. It is the only. Holy beat up game that I'm a god at. I'm Man. shit at everything else because instead of doing I always whenever I used to play fucking Street Fighter in the back of my mind was like why can't I just sidestep out of the fucking way <laughs> then, then Ballerina Toshin that came in and I was like well that and Tekken uh, as well Tekken had that Ballerina purely for the unlockable character of a million yeah literally everyone else's swords and lurses this motherfucker had a shotgun and a pistol his punch was he fucking <laughs> shot you that was it and I'm convinced to this day that he was Irish <laughs> purely because the things he'd say like it actually sounded Irish and his, his finishing move would basically he'd bat you up turn his back to you put a shotgun on his shoulder and say shin and pull the trigger and shoot you that's it <laughs> he said shin shin boom it was like whoa that's amazing yep sold someone in, uh, big fucking duster and all man that's Kimber, what Kenway called someone uh, a May Fane in Assassin's Creed Black Flag which I thought was fantastic <laughs> it gave me uh, like too much laughter like, I haven't <laughs> actually touched Black Flag yet I, it's the only one I haven't touched that I, I love I actually I'm, did you like Tree? yeah I fucking did and I get shit for it all I the time I love Tree I loved it I, I love Tree I thought it was great I burnt out after two because did once you? that whole alien shit hit I'm like no you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I love the, the they Templars. They weren't aliens, they, Doc. They weren't aliens. They were the first ancestral race. Yeah, Mickey. Uh, it was it was Chris Doc, and Skull all over again. Gonna, Ask me bullets. Show you that. No, dude, dude, respect for the for the tat, right? But <laughs> it was fucking aliens, and they just Crystal Skulled the shit out of the franchise for me. So I'm like, nope, I'm out. Fuck you. And I've heard. It doesn't get referenced again. The game gets much better. It gets cut as it goes out. on. Oh, it no, gets thrown out. Really I haven't played it. Yeah, the it's, 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 it's not as, as prevalent as I thought it was going to be. No, it's not. I so I, I probably should get back into it. I will at some point when I make my peace with it, but it's still true. I like the. I, never, I like Tree. I, I'm a big history buff and I love I really liked stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I really liked it. It had a lot of bugs, but I mean, generally it was. Yeah. Like, most of the things that were wrong with it were cosmetic and like I didn't mind overlooking them. No. For the sake of the game, like one of the biggest criticisms three gets is that people say Connor is like really one dimensional and boring. I'm kind of looking at them like, well, think about it. every single person ever in his life has either died or fucked him over. Yeah, he's not going to be very happy, he's not going to be very charismatic, he's going to be dead serious. And then there's that bit, that brilliant bit where he shaves his head and he's just like, oh, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go full mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, my mate Saki was also a massive Creed fan, the two of us like rang each other up at that point of the game. We're like, did you see what? Oh, he's such a fucking bad. <laughs> oh my god he's gonna kill everyone it's gonna be great I never got into them I try, tried to play one and I was like oh. one is terrible my brother one loves them all the, every Christmas it's one of the most every Christmas games I, am, I have yeah. ever played oh. I loved it purely for hunting down them Templar bitches. You do that. You do, you do, uh, no, no, but that, that was that you was. You've riding around. You're just riding around that is like a Templar in the woods, just yeah. having, a, <laughs> having his lunch. <laughs> and I hear, ha ha! It's like literally you've ro- no. roamed across the Black Knight from Monty Python. Yeah, I wouldn't shiv the fucker. It was straight up walk up to the prick. You. Yeah. 
Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone told me, well, skip it and play two. And I was like, no, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do buy, it. I think if you buy Brotherhood now, or or has them all. Is it Revelations? Revelations Re- yeah. You buy Revelations, you get one as well. One oh. is actually on it as a download. Well, yeah. Every yeah. Christmas, yeah. every Christmas, my brother asks for the, for the latest, uh, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed. So I, yeah. we have them all. Yeah. I just. I'm not going to skip one to play two. Well, it's like, we have I'm going to do it. Just I'm fucking do play it. them. I know, but I just yeah. could never I, get I into it. And then someone like... told me about the aliens. A guy said, Are you going to play him? He said, Probably not tell me. I'm curious. What? And he goes, Aliens. And I went, is that all he said? He just went aliens. No, he went. He's like your man. Like, all, but my brain went aliens. Aliens. In fairness, right? The whole game is revolving around a system that lets you live through your ancestry. I don't really give a shit about aliens because, like, you know, that shit isn't real. So aliens. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's a fun idea. Yeah. It's a fun fucking idea. I'll play it no, I'll play awesome. it eventually, I mean, it but I haven't done it yet. There's other stuff I want to play. What I think is really interesting about it. I'll go back it and play all the Resident Evils again. When the, the in the first game, which I didn't I didn't like, um, the present day storyline kind of just gets in the way. And you're yeah. just like, what the fuck is this? Just let me play as a crusader guy in the crusades. Fuck off with your fucking barman. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then by the time two comes along, complete one eighty. Suddenly, the present day storyline is much more interesting, and you're just like, "Oh Jesus, uh, Renaissance Italy is great crack," but I want to see what this barman's up to. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it I think a barman from Quantum Leap is like, ah, no, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love the Creed series. I, I, I really do. And uh, two is one of my favorite games of all time, just purely for how vastly it improved. Yeah, they the literally took because that every was the every problem. every person said about the first one was. It was really great up until I went to the second city, and it was pretty much I did the exact same shit I'd done in the first city. And then when I went to the third city, I did the exact same shit that I did in all the other cities. You get the feeling yeah. in the first one that they went, oh, look how much fun it is to free run, but yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Don't go, no, don't do that. No, yeah. they'll catch you if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, you teach them how to free run. It's like, oh, yeah, hold X and R1 to free run. Isn't that fun? You having a good crack? Yeah, well, they're all going to see you, so get down. <laughs> you don't have that one. Come on. now. You're getting in trouble. You're fine. Yeah, You're fine. I, I have it. Like, Black Flag, I will get it in the new year. Um, it's really good. You get, I, I seen some gameplay really of it, and I was like, ooh, I might. I, I'm actually tempted to wait till I get my PS4 to get Black Flag. But I've heard that. The update version of Black Flag is very little. Well, I, I played briefly. I really, really, really briefly. I can't comment on it properly. I, I was at the PlayStation Four press event, and I had, they had Black Flag set up. I'd already finished it on PlayStation Three by the time I got there, and I, I played it. I personally didn't see a huge difference visually. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have no idea what alchemy they fucking used to cram it into the PlayStation Three, but it, it, they did a really good job. There's like very few bugs, very few glitches. It's a much smoother experience than Three was. Um, the one thing that PlayStation Four did, and it, it's going to sound really stupid and minimal to point out, but it was actually very cool. Um, the touchpad on the PlayStation Four controller was your map, and you could navigate it by touching the cool. touchpad and kind of move along. And when I heard people mention that in press, I kind of went. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but actually using it, it was really good. It was very intuitive. It was really, really responsive, and it felt natural. It didn't feel like a gimmick. It felt mm-hmm. like that was a really good use for the touchpad. That's what I was worried about. That was just going to become another fucking gimmick, like just a little slider to kind of go through inventory um, and shit. Like inevitably, yeah. there are going to be people who do stupid fucking shit with it. Yeah, like just it's just wait. Linux Metal Gear Solid does something fucking insane <laughs> with it. So you lick the cigarettes. Yeah, you have to actually put your thumb on it to scan your finger, or it won't let you play the game. They might, they might go back to creatures and say you have to lick, lick your <laughs> finger, finger. Yeah, rub it on it, lick the touchpad. <laughs> Maybe with cats and two. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh my god! Now circular motions, fully interactive. Brilliant. There you fully go. Interactive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sign I mean, the alphabet. Let's, yeah, we go back to the Xbox now. The like the Xbox for me. Uh, 
it was the it, for me it was the actually before we get on to that can I yeah. quickly touch on PS2 there's one game yeah. that I really wanted to mention Cold Winter I remember Cold Winter yeah that was a decent Cold one. Winter was a real it was a sleeper game not a lot of people have heard about it but if you have a PS2 still hunt this game out Possibly one of the finest first-person shoes. The guy on the cover looks like Leon Kennedy with an orange jacket on him. Is that? Cold um, is that what I, I'm thinking? No, I think of? it's it's kind of a blue cover. Like it's it's kind of a guy in like I can't remember. It was just a guy on the cover. Fuck it. But he is. It's a dude. But he looks like no. Leon actually, Kennedy no. It was, it was kind of a. It was actually like a bullet shatter with glass. It was called Winter. There's something this really called something response. that's a zombie game. That I'm thinking. Do you think you're mm. on? No, the, this sure. this was like you started off in a prison and you had to get out. But it was a first-person shooter and it had so many intuitive elements that hadn't been done before. Like. Like you run into a room and you could interact with a table and flip it on its side. Nice. So like you walk into your stereotypical room, there's a table. That's not a table. That's actually cover. I'm going to use it. When you shot people, you could kind of, if you shot them in the chest, because you could recover pieces after them, you could kind of search the bodies a bit. So you shot them. If you shot them in the chest a lot, you'd recover damaged armor. You wouldn't get a lot for it. But if you were careful and headshot people, you'd get full armor off them. You'd tear little rags off them. You'd find a bottle later. Oh, I can make a Molotov. Deadly. You'd find little bobby pins and you could use them as lock picks. That's pretty cool. But the damage, it was like. It was like a thinking man's Soldier Fortune. You know the damage engine that Soldier Fortune had was that ridiculous chunks flying off fucking people yeah, and all the yeah. rest of it. But the physics engine in it as well. Like it, one of the few games I've actually had to pause and step away for a good reason, not because I was shit scared. But it was the last load of Cold Winter. You're in like a nuclear silo, and like you could get kind of riot shields and stuff. But it had like proper contemporary weapon like P90s and all the rest. And I'm a big weapons buff myself. I love guns. But the guns all felt proper and, and like the, the sense of gravitas with them, like they felt like they properly would and stuff. But there was a guy running on a gantry. He was about, I'd say, two stories off me, running along. I had a P90, so I just turned, shot him. Full spread of the clip, the hallway up him. And the first couple of bullets hit him in the leg and he kind of staggered. Then the rest caught him in the fucking body and he kind of curled the other way. Then another couple of bullets took his arm off and he kind of spinned. And then the next one took his head off as another stray bullet hit his leg. And the way the body moved was so realistic, I was like... Holy shit! I'm gonna pause that and have a cup of tea. I need a break. I felt like I've actually just, just murdered somebody. Man. Yeah, I have murdered someone in a video game. But the level design was brilliant. It was just, and it, there was a proper kind of um, a narrative to it as well. You were a spy, you're trying to find out who set you up and what was going on and how where the bad guy is, what is his plan, like how is it? And it was a proper action movie. Like it felt really good, but just the gameplay. Blew me away. What was the title again? Cold Winter. Cold Winter. I have my PS2 oh, still. Well, I got PS2 yeah. off you. You actually yeah. gave me a PS2. I actually have a copy of Cold Winter. I'll give you the end of it. It's just awesome. unreal. There are two but PS2 games I have to mention if we're going to veer Jump off back. again. Which would, the first would be Okami. Yes. Mm. Yes. Just Gorgeous like, game. Gorgeous. Breathtaking game. And the second would be Shadow of the Colossus. Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to yeah. think what that was, but yeah. Well, if you're going to go Shadow of the Colossus, you go Ico as well. Ico as well, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I prefer hey. Shadow of yeah. the Colossus hey. to Ico. A lot personally. of people do. I hate babysitting in games, so yeah, me too, for me, exactly. that was it. I'm out. Yeah. I'm like, I have to drag this bit around here. Fuck off. <laughs> no, I, I, Resident I, Evil, what was it? Uh, three or four? Four, which you have to babysit your one. I couldn't finish yeah. it. I, I actually couldn't finish it. And I didn't realise you could fuck the bit in a bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't. So I was walking over with this dippy tart. The zombie's coming. Would you make yourself useful to pick up a gun? Oh no, you're gonna panic. No, she's gonna go like this, and you're like, why can't they fucking you shove you somewhere? Cunt. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until yeah. like I was replaying and it again, and the, coming to the second level, and there's a I bin there. I went and bought the, like, the, the fucking chainsaw controller. I still have that PS2 chainsaw controller in its beautiful display case. Did you see that one? Yeah, I have I seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. Still have it. Did you see? Did you see Never the, used it because I couldn't bring myself to play. If you play the new game. one on the uh, Xbox 360, she won't. Uh, she, she won't go up the ladder first. Before, you know the way it used to be. She, she goes. Up, you go up the ladder. Oh, she goes. Yeah. You jump down. You look up. You can see up her skirt. She won't, she's not allowed to do that now. She will still go. 
Well, there was a moment, there was a moment in, Shadow, in Shadow of the Colossus, I was playing it with a mate. Sock again, he's the only mate I have. And, uh, <laughs> you do uh, one better than Darren, so. Yeah. No, I'm no, thinking it's an actual sock. I'm like, well, at least I didn't go that crazy. <laughs> Hello, sock, how are you? Sorry. But we were, we were playing, I was playing Shadow of the Colossus and he was watching me play and it's a very cinematic game. So it's yeah, Jesus. Beautiful. It is. Like, you gorgeous, need it on a big fucking beautiful screen. screen. It's yeah. just amazing. So it was, it was actually, it's a HD version I was playing with him so it was even better. But yes. um, the... One of the only games that works on the, P, uh, the PS3 for, for Connect on the Vita. Ooh, ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool, okay. Well, the, um, he was, I, was, I was playing away and I'd taken down about three of the Colossi, I think, and then there was, I got to one, it's like the one that, the one that kind of crawls around like it's on all fours. Like the one that comes out of the cave, but you yeah. have to go around and down to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to him, and I took him out, and I was like really impressed with myself. And then Sock just kind of went, it's weird. I was like, what's weird? Goes, they don't seem very interested in attacking you. Right? Yeah, and this. like my conscience fell on me like a ton of bricks, and I was like, oh my god. They haven't. I've just been going around fucking up their shit. <laughs> what kind of asshole am I? <laughs> what's, what's going on here? And that was like, that was a that was like okay instant top five yeah friend of mine said that as well I was like do you realise that what you are is these lovely monsters peaceful monsters are roaming around the ecosystem and then this asshole comes in and decides to kill (laughs) every single one you're like Like, an insect fucking up their day (laughs) what you don't see is the deleted scenes where like the the funeral that happens and all the other titans (laughs) and they go John's dead too <laughs> God, but this must be some sort of mystery virus we're dropping like flies I think someone's after us lads Great no, we never did anything out of anyone. very 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 good point about this game a long long time ago on podcast about Shadow of the Colossus there's a moment that gives you a flashback remember the first thing we saw the Neverending Story yeah and Atreo loses the horse no don't talk about that right no, don't talk about we the don't horse talk about in Shadow of the Colossus yeah you look, gone over, the yeah. horse yeah, yeah, gone yeah, yeah. Yeah. right the only that, attachment I've ever had to an animal is uh, my dog in Fallout 2. You've got a heart stone if you didn't feel for that horse. <laughs> no, just the dog that in Fallout 2. Everybody else can fuck off. That's your only, no, your only companion the dog. Only reason, no, the only reason why it was Fallout 2 because it was the dog from Mad Max. I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to keep him alive. I'm going to fuck everyone else up. If anybody hurts my dog, I'll kill them. That's the only time I've had an attachment to an animal in a video game. Well, the horse and Shadow... The, it's babysitting yeah, shit yeah. again. The horse and Shadow... Even a pony can fuck is. off. It's case of like, anyone that's of our generation that is... Even, for me, it was the never ending. I literally went back to the bit where it's right, you lose uh, Artex. Yeah, yeah. The never ending story. Because you lose the horse, you're kind of going... Because <laughs> he's been your companion through the entire quest. And then he... And you're like... The play, the and it's not as if you can get revenge on the mud. The Fucking thing about Shadow of the Colossus is like the whole world is so bleak and alone anyway. That Desolate, when, yeah. when your horse, when that happens, and he's just there, you're just like, what the fuck am I to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, how am I supposed to get to the thing without the thing? Oh. It was just, it yeah. was, yeah. And that's why people are so, my girlfriend's terrified about uh, the new one, The Last Guardian. Yeah, um, it looks gorgeous. It looks great, but she, you know, the big thing is yeah. designed to be very cute. And the first thing she said when she saw the trailer was, oh God, he's going to kill it, isn't he? <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably. He probably <laughs> is going to kill it. Yeah, don't get too attached to it. <laughs> Which, yeah, that, that, that's a P- again that's PS2 games are finding a second life on yeah. PS3 and probably d- they'll eventually do it all again for PS4 because it's not backwards compatible this is, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what annoys me though it should be backwards well, no, no I mean, man you need to I let a console go gracefully yeah. into the night yeah. Yeah. But, no, like, no, sorry, it otherwise nice, they won't, but they won't make money and, no, if, if, if they don't let the console go right, they're not going to keep making money of it if they don't let it go it's not going to reach an iconic status it's not going to have that fanboyism and that that kind of nostalgic look back that people have of consoles and go, oh yeah, man, I remember PS2 was great. 
Yeah, we should totally see if we can get them. And then they'll release them on the marketplace, digital downloads. But see, so but you can it, play it, them it, that it way. Also but the thing that, the thing that annoyed that, that, that nice idea was the fact that uh, Tomb Raider, I played on the Xbox 360, and I thought, oh, Jesus, that was nice. It's a shame I couldn't play it on the new one that's come out. And then I seen an advertisement for, like, you know, yeah, Tomb Raider, ha! Yeah, and, it wasn't, and I was just thinking, yeah, that's probably going to be 60 euro, and there's going to be probably just a slightly but bit of a the, difference. The re-releases that you know? they have on, say, the PSN for the, for the older classics, like, you can get Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, and soon to be 10, but seven, eight, nine, like it, or tenner. But, they, they, but you pay a tenner, and you can play them on your PlayStation Three, and you can play them on your Vita. In PSP, yeah. And your PSP. Oh, your PSP. That, that, that would be cool. They're generally not that expensive. They're not right? expensive. Well, it's, well, it's, well, so far, as I said, I've only seen it with Tomb Raider, but that's what the fear, and that's why I'm like, wait. No, the, 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 the new Tomb Raider, Raider, I mean, like. Besides, oh, anyway, man, if you're a proper gamer, you still have the console to play it on. Like I do. That's what I'm saying. I still have three copies of Final Fantasy VII on PS4. I'd still like to be able to play all my stuff on Why do you have three? Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was saying I'm buying the second one. Most people have like, I don't know, three quarters of a collection of that, no. that, that, that game. I, I had four, I gave them to Grain. <laughs> well, the other, awesome. the other reason that I, like, as far as I can see, for the non-backwards compatibility though, is um, it, keeps, it keeps simultaneous platforms alive for longer. Because if you look at what happened with PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 came out, it was backwards compatible. Development of PlayStation 1 just... Nosedived. No one bothered. Whereas with PlayStation Two, it lasted for a good six yeah. years. I think what the last game they sold on a PlayStation Two they, was they, FIFA Thirteen. Was it? Just, like it was going for ages. Until yeah. that, 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 that console should have been released. dead like three or four years before it actually passed. Yeah, yeah. It was well, it just kept going. It kept going. And that's and I, I was assumed that's what they're hoping will happen with PlayStation Three. They can sell both platforms simultaneously, and that development will keep trickling in for the PlayStation Three, even though it probably won't. But it, it, might, it might do. You never know. There's it'll all be those fucking crappy studios yeah. like 505 Games or somebody just fucking churning out some cack. Well, there's still... What's, what's coming out? There's still some stuff lined up. There's, um, or EA. Because uh, the more platforms we release it on, the more money we make. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls 2 is coming out for the... I can't wait that. Then of course you can. Don't play it when you're sick. You masochist. Don't play it when you're sick. That's another one I had... The other time I can remember having a rake, I was, I was playing it, and I actually remember giving out about it on Facebook, and Graham came on and was like... Dar, you're sick. Why the hell? That's that's a game of torture anyway. Why are you doing it when you're in torture already? And I'm like, oh yeah. But there's a way of playing. There's a way of playing them. That's literally it was like. Here's, here's my way of playing Dark Souls. Not the monsters. Like there's none of the, oh. I love the fighting the monsters and it's like you never know I love fighting it's, monsters too but I don't like some dickhead <laughs> fucking up my day but, I, but that's, I didn't have that because uh, if, if you're not connected to the I don't know I, but it's the fact that it's if you don't have Xbox Gold the game. I know but I didn't have Xbox I didn't, I didn't wanna, while I was playing that, I, my gold membership had wasted so I didn't have the dickheads coming and that is annoying but I just had the, the fact that the game is hard let alone pricks right. coming let's, let's keep this game yeah. going. We're, we're going no on more Dark Souls it's going on a fair it's bit it's a good here. game this, but this it's a hard game there's a reason why these are special podcasts because they're epic yeah Long yeah. podcast. I might even chop this one in two, but we'll see how. Yeah, we're probably going to have to, man. We have we've only hit Xbox, man. Right. So Xbox. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Do we have? Do <laughs> each of us a bit about Xbox? Didn't we? we talked to Tony, but does each of us have a title on the Xbox? Um, I'd say well, the one that for me personally, you now in one of my moments of solo gaming was probably Morrowind, because that game I was out of work. Well, I was out of work. I was working for telecoms, and it was a bit of downturn, so they were telling us not to come in, but we'll still pay you. So. That happened with telecoms a lot because the, the market was up and down. They might need a shitload of people, so they just thought it was easier to pay us. But I was sitting at home playing Morrowind for the best part of uh, three months. Yeah. And that was my nine to five, was actually getting into the world of Morrowind <laughs> and going around and being a prick. 
Very good. You go into Ooh. a town, you'd find some guy who was obviously not important and wouldn't be part of any quest, or so you'd think, but it'd come back and bite you in the ass later. You'd kill him. <laughs> you'd kill him, and his gaff would now be your repository in that town, where everything you nicked from every other house in the town, everyone in the town is now penniless, and I'm like Midas, <laughs> in this one gaff with all of their shit. Even the shit I don't need. Their fucking cutlery. I don't care. Brooms. It's mine. Brooms. Yeah. All the brooms. brooms. All the brooms. Inventory full of brooms. And, um, and the, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. But the the story in Morrowind was much more in depth. There was a lot more to it. I found, like you, you were the Neverine. You were kind of like the the savior for everyone, or you were going to damn everyone. It was. Oh, you're the man who stole all the brooms. Oh, the guy who stole everybody. Shit. Broom man. There's a library. No, it's not. It's just a load of empty shelves because the books are in my game. <laughs> but when you got to the final battle as well, it just it was really amazing and it was so rewarding. But there was none of this fast travel bullshit for half the game. You wanted no. to get to that town either side of the world. You got to walk like a motherfucker. Oh, it was so fucking... was epic. And oh. it was hard to keep in stock when you worked in game. You yeah. Couldn't, you couldn't get it. it was that was gamer nerd nirvana. Like, that's yeah, once if it was that. It, for, it was Morrowind for the tree, for the Xbox and it was uh, uh, Ikaruga Ik- for the GameCube. Yeah, the shooter. Yeah, which I eventually got about... I think I got it back in April. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the backlog was that bad. Like. Yeah, back in April, it was like it was up there with police knots. So I eventually got it, but uh, I got it back in April. I still have my, I, well, I have my GameCube. Uh, I had two. I gave one to you for the Geek Easy, and yep. I have another one at home. And Ikaruga is on it. And you bought, or you let me borrow uh, Wind Waker, which I played and finished again, which was glorious. Thank you for that. Um, but I mean, for the 360, for me. Well, we're still Xbox. Right. Here. Xbox. Sorry, not 360 for First the Xbox for I, me. That, I have one other game, sir. One other game. Go I'd ahead. like to continue. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That was my finished. personal game. But no, because like I said, I was living in the house with a bunch of people. The one game for me on the Xbox, other than Gladius, was a game called Phantom Crash. The name is familiar. Yeah. The name is familiar. <laughs> Nobody, this man, this to me was the most. I've got an obscure one too, so I understand. It's basically it's a mech combat game where you have a hangar full of mechs, and it was pure fucking. I don't know, anime, Gundam, fucking mech warrior, all that gloriousness. Sweet. You got your mech and it was called a Scooby. <laughs> and even that in itself, the stupidity of the name <laughs> didn't bother you, you didn't give a shit. You could get this mech and you had your hangar full of them and you could customise them. And like I said, the, the whole multiplayer thing, yeah. it was a single player game, but we had our own mechs and you could play a multiplayer scrap. But when we're going through the story mode, what we do is we take turns taking our own mech in, bringing it in, getting the money and upgrading it and fighting it. But it simulated an MMO. Ooh. Like you went into an arena, right? And you had, like, there were these drones who went around, and the drones had stupid crappy names, like R2-D2 or whatever. Like, I don't mean R2-D2 stupid shit before anyone kills me. <laughs> they were People have switched off. They were, they, were, they were droid-esque names. Like, they were all like that, like, just a bunch of letters and numbers to define it. But then there was some characters, like, and there's one guy in particular, I'll never remember the fucker, I'll never forget the fucker's name, he was called Screw. And he was one of the fighters called Screw, and he used to grow in a mech with a big pile driver on it, and he'd just dash into you and hit your mech and fuck you up. But you could completely customise your own one to have, like, say, legs or wheels or fucking hover body. Then you could customise the arms and the guns. And then you had, like, rocket pods. And then you could kind of tweak it. There was, like, sliders. So you could, say, make the gun do more damage but have less bullets or the other way around. And the amount of weapons was just endless. Then you had chips. Your mech had, like, its computer chip that controlled it. So... That you're <laughs> that very same bee. Phone is with But these chips were animals. And different animals could do different things. Like like the hamster was, was better at stockpiling ammo. The 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 wolf had better kind yeah, of targeting. Sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. The wolf had better targeting systems. The owl was was quicker in the pickup of fucking shit. And each of us got our own little fucking pilot chip that went in our mech, and we identified with these mechs. 
So we kind of imprinted on these these completely just digital things. It was kind of like Jesus. your own Pokemon, but you went into these battles and arenas, and it was so fucking amazing that you you like. And the thing was, it was set on a, a calendar. There was a calendar year in the game. And you had certain events that would only come up. So we'd be like, okay, we need Jeez. to fight this guy in this day, right? Okay, what are we going to be doing next week, lads? We're going to go here. And it was this amazing structure to it. That's pretty cool. It was fucking fantastic. I, not a lot of people know about it. It was, it didn't really get much press in the I Xbox. Heard of it. But yeah. just even, like, once again, the, grab, the weapons as well, the mechs, as they walked, you felt like they stomped. Right. Faster mechs were really lighter and kind of jumpy around, or you had a cloak that could kind of kick on. But if you fired or got hit, it went off for a while. And it was, you'd see a kind of a Terminator shimmer as somebody drove by with one on. But you'd be in an arena fighting 12 other mechs and there could be like say six drones, two or three other people in it and then this dickhead screw would come in and people would drop in and drop out as the game was going. You could stay in an arena and just keep fighting if you wanted for fucking hours and hours, clocking up loads of kills, getting loads of money, then you upgrade your mech and off you went. But we'd be going around and this guy screw had like a, a completely kind of um, candy red mech right. and you'd be fighting and when people come in to the arena they'd actually talk and they'd say something, they'd start smack talking you. Like somebody real was in smack talking you. <laughs> And this guy screw coming, you're like, fuck, it's get him, fucking kill him. And you'd run down, you'd try and batter off all the other guys while getting to this one prick, kill him. He'd leave, Grand Deadly, you're fighting for another half an hour, he'd come back again, he'd be gunning for you. <laughs> but that game clocked up so many hours, man. I still have it. And I even remember my mech, my mech was called Helljack. And it was just this fucking, like, it, it looked like, like T-Bob's older angry brother. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, man, loved it. Absolutely fuck. And you could customize the color on the mech as well. But don't go near the one on the PS2, the second one they brought out. They fucking fucked it up in such a horrific fashion. It was a facsimile of the original game, I just poo. But the first, and even the soundtrack on the, the first one, if you're into kind of any kind of Japanese pop or J-Rock, any of that kind of stuff, it was all these new unsigned bands that had never been heard of, and they just threw... And you went to the marketplace, you actually spent your money buying new CDs. So you got new tracks downloaded that you could hear. That's pretty cool. And they might come on randomly if it isn't a random station, or you could make up your own one of these set lists. It was the first game I heard of a band called Electric Eel Shock. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah, you know Electric Eel Shock. Yeah, yeah. That was it. They were in this game. I was like, holy shit, rock roll can't save the fucking world. This game is amazing. <laughs> so that, that's out there for anyone who's a fan of that band. They'll get that. Everyone else is like, what the fuck is he talking about? But yeah, just that game blew me away. And I'm going to try to track that down now. I have a copy of it. I'll give you a line of it. <laughs> in the bag. I think it might be in the room in there somewhere, actually. But, Wayne. I'll hand up now. I'm done with my Xbox rant. I'm happy. <laughs> I think we filled all the Xbox rant we did. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, do you have an Xbox game? Yeah, I've I've two. One prominent one and one slightly obscure one. Um, and uh, kind of going back to the what I said about the Mega Drive ones. The obscure one I can't really defend. It's not a very good game, but I liked it all the same. Um, first one was Fable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I loved Fable. I. You know, like like I said, I got the Xbox assuming I'd get Final Fantasy eventually, and I didn't. And Fable was kind of my consolation prize until mm. I started playing it, and then I saw how deep it actually was. Mm. And it's it's actually a very very re- really really cool game. I remember Molyneux was like talking about man, that guy talks some bollocks. He, said, he actually said, I remember it stuck in my head because when I was a kid, I thought it was really cool. He said something like, "Oh, in Fable, you'll see the grass grow in real time." That and, fucker still owes me BC. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. still owes me that. I'm I waiting know. for it. Yeah, I, I wanted to, because when that, you announced that game where you're the caveman running around, yeah. you lost society, I wanted to get a rock and I wanted to hit a T-Rex and reenact <laughs> that Volvic ad in-game. <laughs> I lived for that for like fucking two years and it never happened. That fucker still owes me. Well, yeah, Fable would be one of my big Xbox ones. That was the first Xbox game that I really got absorbed into. Yeah. Um, and the other one is a game that I, I don't know if anyone remembers it. I kind of hope no one does because it's not really very good, but I enjoyed it. It was called Red Ninja. And um, then... Sure. 
Is that the one that's kind of like Ninja Gaiden with the girl? Yeah. 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 Oh, fuck. What was now, it called? <laughs> it's called Red Ninja, right? Now, I, I was hooked into it because at the time, and I just want to specify at the time. I defend was, myself. I was a young, hormonal teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and the main character is wearing a very, very short yukata, right? So, it, she, you know, she's very attractive. And <laughs> I was drawn to it, right? Now, if I remember, the cape was animated very well. This is the thing. Or there was a physics thing about the cape. It looked really good, and on top of that, it's the, it's, I don't remember another game that let you fight with like the I don't know what's called the actual name for it. She had like um, like wire, like a wire trap, right. and you could you could hook people with it, and you could like slit their throats with it from from down the hall. Jeez. You could whip it at them, and it would cut their throat. And you could also you could tie them up and bring them to you, or you could hang them if you got good enough with it. So the actual gameplay was really good. It was just kind of hidden in a game that was designed to appeal to people my age. At the time. <laughs> so you know it didn't get remembered very fondly. Um, but I, I had a blast playing it. I thought it was great. And obviously, like I said earlier, Burnout Three Takedown was on the mm. Xbox was the superior version of that game. And yeah. it, it just was. I don't know why. I think it was the controls. I, I don't understand exactly why, but I just enjoyed it so much more on the Xbox. And unfortunately, as we know, I didn't get one. <laughs> the only thing I can relate to is someone I, I, said, I, I can talk for you if you want. I can go on about. Oh no, I did. Someone, like someone, um, someone told oh. me that like you know certain GameCube games can work on the the, the 360, and I was like, oh, then huh? like, so here's how. Wait, 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 Xbox games sorry. on the 360, not GameCube. Yeah, sorry. Calm bad, your shit, there, buddy. <laughs> no, someone like, people just lost their fucking mind. There's a hack for that. No, but that, no. I'm sorry, I was I was thinking of I was thinking of I can't even talk about the GameCube because my brother had it, fucker. Um, but yeah, I, I was given a Halo Two, and I was like, here, you can play that for it. And I was like, Halo Two, all right. And I went and played it, and I was just like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Halo, Halo you know? the whole Halo series. Yeah, but well, Halo, the Halo even even be... the bum note. No, actually, Halo Wars. I can't defend it. That was geek. Everything else in the series, yeah. Is solid. Yes, I mean, Halo One for me was like just like this game is fucking epic. But the beautiful thing about Halo for me will always be the multiplayer. Blood Gulch. Blood, I never, Blood Gulch was just. I never really got oh into the multiplayer. Man. I know it's bad. I just that's because you're no fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can go or online and talk Xbox. to assholes. I can go online and talk to assholes, but no, no I never played. I got it on the PC though. That's the weird thing. No, 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 no. The, thing about, the thing about Halo was Halo, Halo on the PC can ask me bollocks. <laughs> Halo multiplayer kind of. Got us back to doing the thing where you get your console and go to your friends gaff. Yeah. We again we, we yeah, it is gold goldenite to that level, but we basically you'd get your Xbox and you'd bring it to your friends gaff. Or if you were cool and you had a couple of other friends, you could link up four of them. But that's what we did. I have sixteen yeah. players. <laughs> that's what we we did that. Holy we, shit. But you needed you needed like four TVs, which we did as well. Oh so we, good. We literally thankfully at that stage we got old enough that a few of us had cars. So we were shipping we were shipping TV round to people's houses. Oh yeah, the first time I bought my new house, where I now well not my new house, but where I live now, um when we moved, when I moved into it, it was a building site. So the wife wasn't living there for the first couple of months. She wasn't my wife even at that stage. So I was living in the house by myself. There was no carpets. There was barely any furniture. I said, "Fuck it, lads, let's celebrate. Let's have a Halo night like old school." Yeah. Nice. So we got the old Xboxes. We got four TVs. We still had that big Bertha of a TV with yeah. a massive arse. We hooked up four TVs before it. I actually, when I had that TV, first of all, I had to take the door off the hinges to get it into the house. Yeah. It wouldn't get in the door in a gap. I actually had to physically big, unscrew the door. Oh, yeah. Take it off The hoop on in. this thing was massive. <laughs> I swear to God. Whopper yeah. hoop. <laughs> we set up the Xbox. It was real funny because one of the lads drove up to the gaff and opened his car door and his TV was in the back and we lifted it in from, literally from, the, from he was parked right at the end of my driveway into the gaff. And as we were doing this, a cop car pulled up. <laughs> and he's like, all right, lads, 
It's like, yeah, what just happened to Halo Knight? Enjoy, lads. <laughs> and off we went. They're going the wrong way. They're bringing wrong it back ones. into the house. <laughs> so we went and hooked it up, and it was like, and uh, two of Ireland's cousins were there, and they'd never done this before, and it was their first introduction to Halo and to a Halo to a LAN party. The whole lot. Mm-hmm. They went out and bought Xboxes the next day. Yeah, man. It was just so much beautiful. fun. Yeah. And some of the games for Halo or multiplayer oh. will go on forever. Yeah, yeah. Like we had a, a, t- a two-team fucking uh, capture the flag match on. Uh, Blood Gulch and Jesus. it went on if you got like, past the halfway line in Blood Gulch you were doing fucking it went, well it went on for four and a half hours like, <laughs> the longest game of Halo I've ever fucking played oh. and our team won by one fucking point <laughs> it was one the first point. to three it was like yeah it was crazy <laughs> absolutely crazy but you worked out all the, like, the, the fucking rocket jumps the, everything you had everything worked out you knew what you were doing and yeah. everyone could play the game perfectly there was no, none of these wankers apart from when I used to shout at that I shot him in the face with a thousand bullets yeah. but we the all learn, the learning curve in Halo was, was really fucking yeah. gradual. You could get into it really easy. Yeah. But we all eventually fell into our own roles as well. I yeah. was the defender. I had I sat at the flag with a pistol and a shotgun. And they're my two weapons. And I'd either shoot you and pistol whip you or I'd blow you away with a shotgun. There's no way you'd get near the flag. And I was the defender. We'd other lads who'd run off and did two double team, get the get the flag and get it back. But I was always defending the flag and that was my place. But we all fell into roles, and it was gorgeous, mm. and it was some of the best gameplay, gameplay with mates I've ever had. Then when Halo Two came out, it just just went up a level. It was mm-hmm. just insane. Like the, you can jump on things and fucking. I didn't. The one thing I didn't like about Halo Two, but they needed to put it in, was the fact that tanks blew up. Yeah. Holy shit! When you got in a tank in Halo One, that's it. Game over. Everybody's fucked. You just turn that thing backwards so that they can't shoot you in yeah. the cockpit. <laughs> I, mean, just, I know. Hey, look, I love when those things do that lovely little pirouette when you shoot underneath them. <laughs> but um, the, we used to play a game because we, we didn't actually do much of the the kind of the team games. We're just a random bunch of idiots. So we just do a death match. Sounds a lot. We just we just we team up on each other, yeah. and we came up with the most amazing game, which we it's the, it's our it's our go to game mode for any game called Hunt the Cunt. Yeah. Okay. One person gets picked out to be the cunt, <laughs> and he gets hunted and hounded until he gives up, or somebody else kills him, or whatever whatever way we have of actually transferring it onto the next asshole. And we played this one game on on Halo One, and I think there was like eight to ten of us in the game. And you had to, you had basically hold on to the skull for an accumulated time of ten minutes. Yeah. So with a lot of people, that took fucking ages. And I was the cunt at the time, running around the place. And there's this. You remember Blood Gulch? The way there was that bit of the ravine at the back, the little ledge, up at the top corner. Yeah, up in the top corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up there hiding there for ages in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody who's played it knows the vantage point of the map you get to see from Everything. there is glorious. And I'm yeah. watching all these idiots running around the place, laughing my ass off because. We had the, the there was th- four Xboxes and I had one of my own, so that they couldn't see what I was doing, which was great. That was always them, good when you had oh. to share a screen with somebody, unless they were on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were fucked. So nobody saw what I was doing. I was like, "Where the fuck?" Is-? I'm in my, in the other room, like because we had the, we didn't have enough room in the kitchen to have all the TV. So I was in my own room, giggling away to myself, <laughs> hiding in the bush. Nobody could fucking see me. And then Nesson, of all people. The ba- he, myself and Nesson have been gaming so long. He knows when I'm being a dickhead yeah. and he knows where I'm hiding. <laughs> so he was like. Yeah, just got in a tank and just turned it towards the corner. I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Boom, it hit me. And the shield went off for a second and everyone went, ha <laughs> So now you've got two tanks, two rocket launchers, two snipers and a bunch of machine gun fire shelling this hill <laughs> as I'm legging it down going, fucking Jesus. Everything's exploding. It looks fucking beautiful. Got down the hill and ran into the little, uh, I managed to get round through the fucking base into the cave system. 
as one of the lads was heading me off because they all saw where I was. It was shimmering like a bastard getting hit because <laughs> we gave like the overshield and stuff yeah, yeah, so yeah. you could take the hits. And I was running in, and my mate Shamo was running at me. So I was like, "Shit, I can't fire. Press fire through the skull." I didn't realize you could throw the skull. So Shamo catch it, and he's like, "What am I doing?" Pistol to the face. <laughs> Give me that back. Out the back door. Yeah. And then I hid in the bush in the center for another five minutes. Looking at them running around trying to find me. And like the bike flew over me at one point, but nobody knows. The were shimmer. you invisible like, in the game as well? Oh, yeah. 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 No, when you were a cunt, you got the skull. Yeah, you, got, you got everything. You got People the, had to you got hunt the invisibility. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Glorious. Awesome. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Halo is responsible for so many awesome games of multiplayer mm. just blowing the bollocks out of each other. And Blood Gold Shell. What was the big snow one? Valhalla. Was Valhalla the big snow level? The big yeah, the U shape. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Valhalla. Like. That was a gorgeous level as well. That was a beautiful level for capture the flag. Cause it was so massive, and you basically you hop on the warthog and you'd see it coming. But there was also the tunnels around the edge as well. It was just some great level design. Yeah, in, in that game and that. the multiplayer as well. Though when they started introducing the co op, like yeah, ODST, like it gets oh, a lot yeah, of flack ODST in the franchise. But great game. It was a game changer. Like you'd be running around shooting people, and then the next, don't shoot anyone. If you shoot someone, you'll bring down a shitstorm on you. Yeah. So you're you're sneaking around. You're like, yeah. shit, but I've got to find this stuff so I can unlock the warthog or the the what? It's not the warthog. It's the it's the bike one. The mongoose. Mongoose. You unlock the mongoose, and there's, you're going around driving really slowly yeah. through the town, doing the back of the mongoose. Oh, mongoose, it, don't go over there and see you. All right, shit. And you're whispering because the atmosphere in the game is so fucking good. You know the guys in the fucking game can't hear you. Yeah, but, still, but it's yeah. still the fact of no, oh, no, we gotta go around there. What? Go around fucking there <laughs> because you basically. Dude, from, I can hear you. Shut up. You can Yo. basically go oh, yeah. from Halo Two to being a Spartan to being able to take on the brutes, and then you land in ODST and you think, "I'm playing Halo. I'm Let's gonna go. have this bitch. Let's go." And you just <laughs> you're like a smear on the ground, a Nathan Fillion shaped smear. <laughs> you're like, okay, maybe not. Let's try that because you're literally all you have is. I think you start off with a fucking just a. a um, when the hunters come into it, man, that's when the bells get excavated because yeah. those guys just fucking annihilate you. And the beautiful thing about Halo ODST as well, if you're a Firefly fan, there's so many. It's like a reunion. It's yeah. literally a reunion of nods mm. and wings. It's gorgeous because mm. they were they were in it from like Halo Two has Fillion and it has. Um, Alan Tudyk and it has Adam Baldwin in it, but they they play they play similar characters, but they're you know to to the characters in Halo ODST, but mm. their proper characters are, are in ODST, but their their voice because I remember when I started playing Halo Two and I heard the voices and I was like, that's Nathan Fillion, hmm. and then you get to the pilot and it's Alan Tudyk, yeah, and then the big bruiser is Adam Baldwin, so they cast them perfectly in the game and it's loads of nods and weeks, it's gorgeous, but yeah, the one gripe I have though Halo Two's ending was weak sauce, yeah, just. Literally, you finish that game, you go. Halo 2, you mean when they nicked the story from uh, Legacy of Kane? Yeah. 